Hello and welcome to the Computer Game Show. My name's David Turner. I'm here with James Farley. Hello, David. Sean Bell. Hello, David. And the main one, Matt Murray. Hello, David. That was. Did you say hello, David? Because that's what it sounded like in my figure. Is that just Discord playing up again? Probably. Probably Discord, isn't it? Um, we would like to start this show by thanking our Patreon producers this month. They are Aaron Patrick, Anthony Oakenson, Simon Nelson, Tom S, Jack Oven, Moomin Biscuit, and Richard Sawyer. Thank you so much for your support at the Full Nels tier. If you would like to support us on Patreon, please go to patreon.com forward slash TCGS. Um, there are various different tiers. You can get bonus show, a bonus show every month. You can watch our talks over live, all that sort of stuff. So get on down there, check out a tier that's good for you and bloody pay up. Uh, right. This this week's show is uh, is a bit of a different one, isn't it, chaps? Um, we've had to tinker with a few things. We've had to drop off a few things. I'll give you a heads up now. If you wanted to hear what Sean had to say about a indie game you've never heard of, you, you ain't going to be getting that this week. Um, you're not going to get Matt telling you about what he's been doing in Animal Crossing. You know, none of that this week. We're not doing what you've been playing. Cause we been could a squeeze big, it in. Let's, let's not. Um, <laughs> it's been a big week in the gaming world and there is a lot to talk about. So this is basically going to be our ps5 reveal special we're going to go through all that stuff we've got various other news stories to go through sean has demanded that he was given his own section of the show to yes. go through the stuff that he's interested in about um, fucking time mate we'll spoil about that tell you how long to fast <laughs> forward and uh and then we'll get into your emails um but first of all i wanted to one thing we do like to do on the show is when another podcast talks about us, uh, <laughs> listen to what they got to say, and um, and sort of just give us give a little comment back. And uh, this one is from this week's episode of Kane and Rince Sound of Play. And uh, well, I'll just play it, shall I? In different areas as well. Um, yeah, I think I've heard most about Black Future eighty eight from uh, one of the cretins on the uh, on our idiot rival podcast, uh, the Computer Game Show. I think. Sure. I'm gonna I'm gonna pause there. That I mean, he's literally calling you a cretin there, Sean. Yep. Yes, he is. It's a bit much. Directed isn't it? straight at you. Okay. Um, played some of that, but uh, you know. Yes, I do remember there was some shenanigans involving yes. this game too. When the, those those um, oafs oafs <laughs> oafs um, started to list their game of the year. Oh, that's right. Yeah, kind of, it was a, yeah, a late entry. I think it was. Listen to them try to pretend that they don't know exactly what went down. <laughs> Let's well, face it. They listen. It was one of our biggest shows we've ever done. They knew they knew exactly what went down. Oh, I think yes, it might have to do with their game of the year well, show. Come although, on, I'll I mean, be honest, I'd, complete, I'd completely forgotten about this. I'd, <laughs> really? I'd, yeah, I'd completely How? forgotten about Black Future eighty eight and that there'd been a a thing with that. That was ages well, you ago. You don't about. It's a very good game. Accusing Matt Murray of doing it. It was ages ago, wasn't it? How could you forget <laughs> I mean, that, James? <laughs> I mean, what's what's really interesting to me is that Leon apparently doesn't know what's going on in his own show because I've been on Sound of Play and played a track from Black Future 88. Very and sad to it. see. So, so that's weird. Uh, also, right. Leon, um, I mean, I, I sent you an email this week about you know maybe doing this this commute game show versus uh, Ken and Rince charity stream, and you're supposed to be getting your stable together and coming back to me, and I've not heard anything yet. 
So oh, they're shitting it. They are. They're, they're absolutely, it. absolutely bricking it. So I'm just, yeah, just saying. Everyone knows that now. So balls in your court, mate. Fucking hell. All right, well, let's finish. What I think there was a little bit more. And they had a bit of a voting scan. I don't care. Don't care. Why, why are we even giving this air time? Let's move on. Because we're, you know, people might listen. That's why you're giving it air time. This show. <laughs> uh, hello, fellows. Shut um, up, Leon, you prick. <laughs> listen, right? <laughs> listen to that. Listen to this, right? You've you've subscribed to the right podcast. Don't worry about it. We'll play the important bits when they're talking about us on here, so you don't have to go and subscribe to them. Keep it TCGS. I mean, oaths. Like, I mean, you can. I've never heard noses being pointed that high before in my life. It's unbelievable. <laughs> um, you've picked the right team, listener. You've picked the right team, and if that uh, if that hasn't convinced you, then I don't know what will. Um, Sean, any other rebuttal there? I mean, it was directed uh, at I mean, you. I, yeah, I mean, I said my piece. I think, I mean, you know, I think if we get this stream together, we'll just beat the shit out of them and then that'll be that, really, won't <laughs> yes, it? I mean, yes, no... Sean, yes. I fucking love it. But, We're you know, not going to get the stream together. And it's charity, we, so it's fine. We have said publicly, yeah. right, mm-hmm. that we will do this stream, TCGS versus Kane and Rinse, right? And then you actively went out and contacted them and they haven't got back to us, mm-hmm. right? So, mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, the result might as already, or it might as well already be chalked up. A one 0 win to TCGS, <laughs> I think. Easy. Let's face it, and thank God for that because Matt's on our team, and I do worry <laughs> hey, with a competitive game. It depends what games are chosen, <laughs> right? Okay, so, uh, I mean, last time you were in a competition, you failed all, you finished last in all the rounds, and then last overall. That was a well, yeah. Uh, but I, I think that was there was extenuating circumstances there. Then, then we played that golf game, and you finished last on all of that. I'm just a well, little there was bit extent- concerned. There was- yeah, the weird is yeah, I haven't played that game before. <laughs> okay, it's a bad right. game. So that's say what, okay. Me. Well let me ask you this. So this is going ahead and you get to pick a game to play competitively against them. What what do you choose? I'll go Sega Rally. <laughs> okay, Sega Rally, yes. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's probably the right choice. You I mean, it's been a while since I played it, but I think muscle memory will will kick in. But okay. I mean we'll feel see. free to I'm practice. I mean <laughs> I'd have to buy a Saturn, Sean, but I mean, if that's happening... No, just, no Matt, go, go out and buy one of those. Like That doesn't sound very Matt Murray to me. You go out and buy one of those four-player cabinet... Like, yeah, cabinet yeah, buy, buy a cabinet. Right? Yeah, I mean, I, I, that has been a dream for, for so long, but <laughs> don't, don't have the room yet. Yeah, right, four, okay. if, if I won the lottery, one of the first things I would buy would be a four-player four Sega Rally cabinets, also four Daytona, and probably a massive KFC. <laughs> So that's not all that's happened this week. Um, We received an email that I think uh, can be separated out from feedback and our email section at the end of the show. But it is because it's it's quite unbelievable. Um, It's from who? Jamie Doherty. Is that right? Tom Doherty. Uh, yeah, Tom or, Dow- Doughty, or, or, isn't or Doughty. it? Doughty. Doughty, right, Doughty, sorry, right. Tom Doughty, so me reading this is probably no, no, not the best idea we've ever had. But Do we do we have to read this? <laughs> yes, because absolutely. yes, we absolutely have to read this. Because I, I, Why? I mean, I can't even... Okay, look, cut it short, someone's written some fanfic about James Farley. <laughs> I'm not listening <laughs> so... to this again, because I've already read it. And I don't <laughs> again. Yes, you yeah, yes, you're not, you are. Yeah, you've not heard Dave read it out, that's going to be a whole other interpretation, I can't wait. I heard, I heard Any Chen read it out. Any accents I use in this, 
any accents I use in this is simply like if it goes wrong, I really apologise to everyone involved. Uh, Dave, I mean, I mean to be fair, uh, okay, I know I don't want to spoil this late on Tuesday, and I've, there's a big old edit and a big old show to do then the edit. But having said that, should I put some sexy music yes, behind this? Absolutely, one hundred and twenty percent. So be it. I don't. Uh, I don't want anything you to do with this. Go on. Okay, <laughs> the James Farley fanfic. It had been a long day. Tired from the busy day of delivering lectures, James was relieved to be returning home to put his feet up and relax. As he exited his Honda Jazz, he allowed himself a sigh of relief and a small chuckle, reflecting on how smooth the gearbox was. As the final light ebbed from the setting Canterbury sun, his amber surroundings turned into twilight, and with this, his heart suddenly sank. It was a Monday evening, and the podcast needed to be recorded. Bollocks, muttered James. <laughs> 60 minutes in, the podcast was going well. Matt's feedback section was mercif- mercifully brief, and James had knocked it out of the park with his news section. Right, we know this is fanfic, because that's <laughs> never happened. Having been successfully able to read out the quote when he, had, <laughs> when he had asked his fellow podcasters, do you want me to read out the quote? <laughs> and he had finished with both some Anthem and Google Stadia news stories, which he knew always made for a good gag. He had been, he'd even been able to talk about games he had been playing with some interest from the gang. And now he could relax. The hard part of the podcast was over and it would likely be smooth sailing to the questions, and finally, he would be able to go to bed. After This is mental, by the way. But okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. After talking for some time, James had worked up quite a first. The Canterbury summer evenings were notoriously hot and humid, which also didn't help matters. Unfortunately, he didn't have a Diet Coke to hand, so started to think about when he could slip out from the podcast and scuffle over to his garage. Luckily, Sean was droning on about some boring indie game, so James saw his chance and muted his mic. As James was approaching his garage, he heard a strange noise coming from it. That's odd, he thought out loud. My wife and children have already sound like gone that. to Come on, look, I'm not stopping <laughs> this, but I don't sound like I that. That, that was you, James, to be honest. I was, <laughs> yeah, I was transported. <clears throat> Sorry, I'll change it a bit. Sorry, James. That's how that is out of order. He thought out loud. My wife and children oh, have sorry. already gone to bed. <laughs> Normally, James would think nothing of it. But his first to Diet Coke was so strong that he knew he had to continue onwards. Continuously, he tiptoed to the garage door and pushed the door slightly ajar. He swore he could hear a heavy set man in a French accent whispering to himself about emotions. But he couldn't be sure. Holding his breath... James slowly reached into the garage and turned on the light switch. James was shocked, lying somewhat seductively on James's multi-pack of coat, Diet Coke. Why are we reading this? It was none other than the writer, director, and long-time rival David Cage. (laughs) Ill or their James. <laughs> Where's he from? David Cat France. I mean, the thing is, David Cage. He was fondly, lo- <laughs> fondling a loose can of Diet Coke. Do you want a Diet Coke, James? You look thirsty. Giggled David Cage, locking eyes with James. James nervously gulped, replying, 
how did you get into my house? And how do you know who I am? Ooh la la, Monsieur James. Fucking I listen hell. to your podcast, so learn to... <laughs> what was that, James? Sorry, what? No, just go on. Get on with it. <laughs> Ooh la la, Monsieur James. I listened to your podcast, so I learned that you lived in Canterbury. <laughs> and was able to narrow down... <laughs> It's spelled narrow done your house. <laughs> but well, David, you sound like a representative for the Trade Federation. <laughs> bin, I don't know what that means. <laughs> your bin to find four whipped up Nintendo's receipts. What actually is this? I don't know, I've lost it. I've I mean, lost to be it. fair, to be fair, David Cage's actual accent sounds like a parody of a French <laughs> accent, so this works. <laughs> <laughs> no other same person would do this. So <laughs> I knew it was you instantly. Cage retorted playfully. And my headphones have come off. My fucking headphones have come off. Hold on. I can't believe, like, we're like, yeah, huge week. Such huge week this week with, you know, huge PS5 news. We're going to start with a 15 minute fanfic. Shh. This was bad. That's why we're the best. James was incredibly thirsty, and seeing a bead of sweat trickle down David Cage's delicate yet surprisingly supple midriff, and then in brackets, sorry I forgot to mention David Cage had taken his shirt off by now, only helped to make James feel even thirstier. (laughs) Oh, Monsieur James, would you like a Diet Coke? (laughs) James's heart was beating incredibly fast. Given into temptation, he silently nodded. <laughs> David Cage giggled as he slowly slinked over to James, cracking open a fresh Diet Coke and offered it to him. James was sweating. He knew it was wrong. Jesus Christ, I was always <laughs> sick then. <laughs> but it felt so right. As James let the liquid nectar pour down his throat, his first quenched. James. I have been met. Right, I'm going to drop that. James. James. <laughs> no, don't. What's new in the okay, end now? Right, I'll give it a go. James. I have been meaning to tell you something for a long time now. Sick Cage. Putting his arms around James's back. After listening to your podcast for so long, I am in love with you. <laughs> David, I can't. I've got a family. I've got a... Before James could finish his sentence, David Cage... <laughs> Put his silky smooth finger on James's lips. <laughs> Shh, Monsieur James, I know. <laughs> Our lives are so far apart, and fate has chosen us different destinies. I know we cannot be together, James, but know this. When I make and release my next hit emotion-driven game, know that it was all for you. My dearest James, my love for you and this vast and wonderful world that gives us life and keeps us smiling. Goodbye, my professor. (laughs) And good luck. Before James knew it, Cage had fled into the night. He looked over at the pile of multi-pack Diet Cokes, which now looked so empty. He silently walked back to his computer, his podcast, and indeed his life. Things would be different now James knew as Matt was reading out the millionth tweet asking what games TCGS would recommend for the Switch (laughs) a flash of inspiration came to James what if the emotion driven storytelling David Cage promised in his games wasn't the emotion he felt towards the characters but instead the emotion he felt towards David Cage 
James stared across at his computer desk. He needed another Diet Coke. The end. Tom, can we have a round of applause for that? I mean, well done, un- un- unbelievable. I mean, that is absolutely incredible. Thank you so much. Uh, James, comments? I've got nothing to say. I've got genuinely nothing to say about that. <laughs> I mean, just, right. can we move on? Go on. I, uh, I just, on. just want you to know, James, I read that out in its entirety to my wife. She thought it was brilliant. <laughs> Sean, it's worse than that. My wife read that out in entirety to me, and it was, and it was horrible. <laughs> Matt, how would it be? How easy would it be to put all that text on the front of a t-shirt and sell it on our store? Um, I could probably do it. Well, you'd need to contact. You'd need to make contact to make sure that they're they're you okay with the us rights. doing that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Make sure Tom's okay with us doing that, but I mean... Well, he's been I'll all right with, with besmirching my name, so I shouldn't think it'd be a problem. Ooh, besmirched. <laughs> right, okay. Oh, la la, James. After that uh, heavy intro, let's get into the feedback from last week's show. Come on, Matt. Uh, yes, okay. We're going to start with uh, Sean S. Thomas. Hi, tcgs.co.uk crew. No, it's not Sean. It's, it's not, um, I've been a bit busy at work lately and haven't had as many opportunities to go for exercise during the day meaning that I've now got a ridiculous back- backlog of podcasts to catch up on. So whilst cooking, I've been putting on the TCGS shows that I needed to catch up on. However, on Sunday, I had to admit defeat after s- several false starts. Why? Because of a certain Mr. Bell's excessive cussing. <clears throat> what do you mean, I hear you ask? Chef extraordinaire, indie darling, fatherly, Sean Bell, a man so lovely, he's probably already bought the latest Humble Bundle deal despite owning all the games already. Yes, that's right. That's Sean Bell. I got through the news, but had to pause a few times when the kids came in, and each time I paused, I thought, it's that Sean Bell again. His expletive-strewn rant at Destiny 2's event was a final straw, which Sean <laughs> put on the kids' Disney playlist. So I did an experiment. On my evening walk, I tallied up the number of instances of swearing from the start of what I'd been playing until the show closed. The results were delicious. James Farley, take a bow. Not one cuss. In fact... Not much talking at all, come to think of it. Uh, yeah, that's still, not fair, is it? That's not fair. He, he's chosen the part of the show where James just checks out. Yeah. Like, yeah. that's I'm not fair. That's switch. not true. I'm listening attentively, but I don't want to well, like, ruin the flow of what's going on. Yeah, but we should <laughs> look at the ratio. Anyway, uh, next, uh, Matt, main one, Murray. That's what it says here. That's not, not my words. The, the, the words of the listener. Uh, you did well until the end, until you got a bit carried away and gave us six minor cusses, including a bollocks, two bloodies, and an incidence of blasphemy in a final flurry. That's so basically what I'm known for. counts, does it? Yeah, nor does, nor does bloody, right? No. Bloody's <laughs> not a swear word. I mean, I, yeah, I mean, bollocks, <clears throat> I mean, yeah, I think that's fine for me, frankly. And David was terrible, you're thinking, right? Millwall fan, fucking this, fucking that. Well, you might be shocked to find that in over an hour, he only tallied up 15 cusses. Around half a wow. shit, half a words beginning with S, uh, F, uh, though he gets to take a bow for the sole use of the C-bomb. Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, that's you've named two halves and another one there, so I'm not completely convinced by your uh, your tallying up here you know math seems a bit off but go on so that was day with 15 but mr bell what did your nan say 42 cusses yes 42, 42. three 42. times more than david 
If I'd counted the three, I suspect were you, but I couldn't 100% ratify. The spread of usage was largely all fucks. One enthusiastic bullshit. <laughs> one use of the phrase shagging birds that, it was, it wasn't counted, should be noted on file. I would never want to temper Sean's ire nor water down his enthusiasm to suit a six-year-old listenership in my household, but I thought the wider TCGS family might like to be aware of these findings and monitor the situation. Whether this is an isolated incident, the beginning of a midlife crisis, pent-up <laughs> aggression being unleashed in a safe space, or sheer exasperation a bunchy screwing up, their big moment remains to be seen. But James, Matt and David, you have been warned. Sean Bell seemingly no longer Mr. Nice Guy. Love you all. Goodbye. <laughs> Sean so Bell. The... <clears throat> right, hang on. Very so one just... question. Okay, go on. One question. Yeah, yeah. You kiss your mother with that mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, God. not uh, not at the moment. No, not even allowed to see it. Um, but um, cool. good, keep it to the yeah. So right, I so like those forty-two. It. That's that. Is that not including the the bungee bit? No, that is including. That the is it, right. Okay, sorry, only... you said he counted from what you've been playing. Yeah. Right. Did okay. we not? Do, okay. Right. Okay. Fine. No. I just, well, I mean, I feel that that skews it somewhat. Am I might. I mean, do you? Have you guys ever noticed? I don't, I don't mind if you. I, right. Okay. So. I did listen. I'd heard that there was a uh, email about swearing and stuff, and I yeah. did go back and listen to a bit. And yeah, there was quite a bit. I mean, there was quite a bit from me as well. But I, I didn't notice it at the time. When you go back, it was like pretty bad. I mean, it's not. For, I mean, I don't notice swearing anyway. Like I'm a, I'm a, you know what I'm like. It's off. You're, you're <laughs> a bloody yeah. bloke. I think so. I'm bloody am. Yeah, you're right. Um, but it's yeah. No, it's. Uh, I've. I mean. It's pretty funny. I would never. If we were to bet, there's no way I would bet that Sean was the worst. Yeah, no way. No, no way in hell. Um, it would be me all day long. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I'm actually disappointed with myself. It's something I've been picked up on before years ago. I think it might have been in the Midnight Resistance days, and it was an email. It was like I can't remember. I basically the general tone of the email. It was very much like I'm amazed he even likes the show to begin with. To be honest, um, <laughs> so I didn't really take it to heart. And this is, I think, this is the only other time it's been mentioned. Was that um, original email by someone called Sean S. Thomas? Might well have been. <laughs> back for another crack at it. <laughs> oh, there was one. Sean, there was a bloody there. Oh, I, I, come I, on, Sean. I mean, I'll tell you this. I, I think every podcast I've been on, people have complained about swearing, but what, what can you do? What can swear, you do? Swear, swear on the radio. Swear. That's what you can it's not going to, Yeah, I mean, you could make the classic joke of going to tell them a fuck right off. But, um, <laughs> well, we're above that. We wouldn't do that. Nah. It's funny, though, hearing that that was... <laughs> that was I mean, gosh. we're not as bad as some podcasts. Some podcasts is like every other word. Also, oh, playing yeah. it in front of your kids is dicey anyway, right? Yeah, I mean, we've got explicit. <laughs> We're explicit, boy. Don't you worry about that. We are explicit, baby. So, <laughs> it's a, um, sorry, Sean. We're going to the police. Uh, sorry, Sean S. Yeah. Thomas. I mean, actually, both of <laughs> you. We'll cover all bases. Okay, cool. Well, well, next, Colin's next. Uh, this is a massive rant about uh, what you'll find out. Hi, guys. Massive fan. Absolutely love everything you guys do. I've been listening for about a year now. Started during the No Dave era. And I usually agree with, agree with most of the opinions you have on games. And I have faith in your recommendations. However, one opinion on the game has really bugged me. And I haven't been able to stop thinking about it. And that game is Jedi Fallen Order. I picked it up because I'm a big Star Wars fan and have been waiting for a quality game attached to the franchise ever since KOTOR. I booted the game up and was fairly impressed with the visual aspect and the scale of the opening mission. However, my joy soon faded as soon as I started combat and it rapidly went downhill with every passing second. I found the whole game very, very poorly executed. 
The combat was clunky and responsive, and for a Soulsborne-style game to feel good, it has to feel fair. And with the, the and with the delayed attack times and half-baked parry mechanic, it never felt like I died because of something I did, but because the game was crap. The exploration was pointless. Every loot chest uh, containing a fucking poncho. Uh, sorry, uh, Sean and Thomas, that wasn't. I was reading an email. That doesn't count for me. <laughs> yeah, no, no, count. Not, that was not the old. I was just quoting someone else. Was, it was a quote. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. So every loot chest containing a flipping poncho with a map that made it even more confusing. The puzzle mechanics and equal part were equal parts frustrating and piss easy. Uh, again, Sean. Uh, overall, I think. <laughs> Uh, this game got a big pass by you guys because it looked all right and it was attached to Star Wars. There's no real point to this rant. Um, I've needed to have since I played that rubbish bin of a game. Once again, I love you guys and everything you do. Keep it up. You made my two-month lockdown experience a whole lot more enjoyable from Colin. I mean, you fall in, I yeah. had issues okay. with it too. Yeah, I thought, we, I thought we, we covered the issues with it quite extensively. I wouldn't I call it rubbish. I mean, it was, I think, <coughs> flawed. Uh, I, heavily flawed. I don't know about heavy flawed, but it was... It was, uh, and the sequel, I think, would be brilliant. I think they're going to fix a lot of things, hopefully. I think it just, it wasn't what we'd hoped. It wasn't what I'd hoped. It wasn't anywhere near like a 9 or 10 like I had anticipated, but it was still, it's still fun. I still enjoy my time of it, but there were definitely issues. Hmm. I wouldn't call it well, a rubbish game. Definitely not a 9 and 10, but I wouldn't, yeah. I mean, and again, like some of the stuff you're saying about it being Souls, like, I, I, I mean, we discussed it at the time, but I genuinely think that it had aspects of souls games i don't think it was trying to imitate the the combat i don't think it was trying to do it was trying to do something completely different um and it's trying to take the model but then not give you what souls born games feel so good at well, yeah, which is the satisfying it's trying combat. to do something different it doesn't want to do it doesn't want that um slow paced uh you know it doesn't want to overcomplicate it to the point, it, and it's not. Souls well, games, it's case, it's for a different audience. It was made for a completely gaming. different audience. It's like an audience which you know maybe they'd appreciate some of those kind of mechanics, but not the complexity yes. that you would get. That's with correct. Those. Yeah, yeah. If if they change the second one and say actually it's more of an uncharted experience, I would be, I would love that. Yeah, because I feel like I the don't combat... know what you mean by that. What what do you mean by okay, more I, of an I, uncharted? And Natalie, experience? I always saw slag off. You know, the combat in uncharted. It's not great. You but, did, yeah. But it is all sort of like turn your brain off to shoot things. And this, it tried to, in my eyes, have this Soulsborne. Uh, combat model so complex it didn't interesting. have the no, 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 combat it, it, model it, it, there was parrying systems but there's been parrying in games other than Souls games hasn't there yeah, the, know, only, the only way you like can it's... say it's in any way like Dark Souls games is the fact that it's got like bonfires kind of for yeah, saving that's, and, they, and the that's enemies about respawn it. I mean, it's more yeah. it's the actual isn't combat it? system isn't yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> it was very Metroidvania the only problem yeah. is it wasn't that good at the Metroidvania stuff so I, I, no, I see where the Metroidvania stuff was no the Metroidvania stuff was okay I think the biggest Shite. That's yeah. yeah. That was the biggest problem. The map, the map wasn't great, mm. but in terms of areas that you could go back and rediscover new places within, you know, older yeah. levels and stuff, I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, and uh, like, I mean, I didn't really notice that until I went back to that first area and thought, "Fucking hell, I'd barely seen any of this," mm. um, because I couldn't access like the majority of it. I mean, the map, yeah, the map needed work. Mm. Um, although I did find that to be relatively okay the further I got into it and used to that map and how it worked. Um, you know, traversal when you weren't, you know, like, I, I mean, I wish you could just like quick, quick travel into some yeah. areas because it was such a pain to get to. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was, I, I don't know. I, 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 um, 
I still enjoyed my time with it. I just know that it was, it felt like a first in a series and not this big, great big uh, uh, blockbuster that it was kind of that we were all hoping for. Really, yeah, you could tell yeah. it was a bit of a departure for the for the team. But yeah, if they get to do another one, I'll be keen. That's, yeah, I'll oh, be keen. definitely. Yeah, yeah. No, when they announce sequel, I'll be very excited to see what they changed, what they didn't. I mean, uh, if they, I mean, they weren't. They're not going to. I think. But if they were to say, oh. Here's uh, the sequel, and actually we have like simplified the combat model. We've got rid of like having to travel back to your ship and stuff after a level. I mean, a lot of people were like, the well, combat model you, wasn't really complex. Hmm? The combat model wasn't complex at all. It really wasn't, though. Yeah. It was no, no, really it, basic it, it, parry it, I, and block. I, don't, I, I, feel, I, I just feel like they were trying to figure back on something but not have the full model, and it, it felt like it was just wasn't satisfying, wasn't good enough. And again, like I said, the Uncharted games aren't, but I feel like this tried to incorporate both like slow pace of some aspects with what i mean but also could be like a set piece fueled experience be more like an uncharted game but i, I think if they took that stuff game. out and made it more like uncharted they'd be like well this is boring now it's like another uncharted game <laughs> okay <laughs> all right uh, yeah, at, the, at the end of the day i think matt and i are the only people who had any problems with it everyone else seemed to absolutely love it so i don't expect them to change a thing for the next one to be honest with <laughs> but um if it's just the same but a bit more refined that'd be great yeah. yeah, I mean, it, it, that need the, the combat system definitely needs work. I think the biggest problem was the why are we talking about this? But we've talked know. about this a million times. It's a really old game. Let's go. Let's go to the next uh, bit um, of feedback. A few weeks ago, we put out a, a call to to everyone. We said, "Hey, everyone, if you are a Sadia fan, get in touch." The Did we? I don't remember this. Empty. <laughs> Hold on, this doesn't seem like the Did sort we? of thing we should invite into the. <laughs> What is that about? No, because I think I said, does anyone actually use it? Like, if anyone's listening to us and you use it, please let us know. Um, <laughs> and so so wait, we, wait. we've been contacted by Stadia PR. Who have, um... <laughs> no, no, well, we definitely said that because I think we said, well, I mean, it, it, this is when it went free. Anyway, regardless, we've got an email from a fan. Anthony Dunn has emailed in. Hi, guys. I've just listened to the Peter Parker pod. I'm a few weeks behind now. <laughs> That I don't commute. imagine if someone hadn't heard that like this is the first episode they're listening to and that would they thought oh that sounds like a good spider-man podcast <laughs> if it was their first episode it was like, oh brilliant it's called the playstation 5 reveal what what's it, what the hell is this story about <laughs> david cage if, 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 if this was their first episode they wouldn't have got this far no, like, no, no, no way. Point, definitely not point. definitely they wouldn't turn off when they said you know david cage's supple body or whatever it said um <laughs> Anthony Dunn, I've just listened to Peter Parker pod. I'm focused behind now that I don't commute. And I have the perfect solution to the issue of limited storage space on the new consoles and a faff of managing which games have to be installed. Stadia. Uh, no downloads required. <laughs> you buy a game and you can play it straight away. No faffing about. I know everyone hates it, but it has been a revelation for me as a dad of limited gaming time. I can rest easy knowing that if I want to quickly put a game on uh, in the evening after everybody's gone to bed, I can do so safe in the knowledge that I'm not going to be coming away disappointed because it turns out there's a 50 gig update for the game I want to play. I can also quickly and easily switch over to play on my laptop when someone else wants to use the TV. These features make it worth uh, worth it for me. Yeah, you see, no thing is, he's fanboy, not, he's not, hang on, hang on. He's not going to come away disappointed because of that. He'll come away disappointed because there are no games on the on the <laughs> platform. Well, I mean, he, he's a, he's having fun. Anyway, Clearly, there is. I, yeah, there is James what yours. I'm no Stadia fanboy though. There are definitely many things wrong with the service and how Google has handled it. Far too many to go into here. Love the pod. Keep up the great work, Anthony. So I'm um, I'm just glad someone has genuinely emailed in uh, to say they, they enjoy playing it. Well, look, here's the thing, right? With with Stadia, I think for a very, very limited audience, 
it's going to be a great thing to have. Mm. And I think, you know, the, the, the reports of people saying it actually works and uh, that was like the first stuff that was coming out. I think the problem that so many people have with it is that I think a lot of people were expecting this to be a viable platform to introduce the world of streaming games to a more um, common gamer, a wider market, yeah, yeah, that yeah. Sort, it was, of the, sort of thing. The, the problem with this has never been the technology. The te- it clearly does work, like, kind of. Like it's, it's mostly works that, okay. That should have been the hardest bit as well. Yeah, but the, big, the biggest problem is, is that it's not what people thought it was going to be, mm-hmm. and there's not a lot of games on it that are like sort of you know things that are coming out right now either. This is the problem. Yeah, that's it. They've made some completely baffling decisions that make you think, hey, if you've got the technology that's working properly, then you've got a really good chance of making a go at this. Mm-hmm. But seemingly the, the the most basic ideas that they've put around the business model is is just confusing and it, it, it hasn't been that that revolutionary thing that um, I, I think we were all, you know, none of us were uh, expecting it to be this massive, massive thing. But we we sort of, I mean, I certainly thought, oh, maybe it's the sort of thing that I'll download for a month or whatever and, and try out. But I've had literally no interest in it. So in short, I'm really glad to hear that someone's uh, making good use of that service. And I hope that it is maintained for people like uh, people like you. But it's it's hard to see where it's hard to see developers jumping on that store right now and for a platform that is trying to sell you games that's an issue yeah I mean, when uh, you think you got ultimately becomes... they will ultimately pivot and be the thing that everyone expected to be which is like a netflix of games i think it's the only way they'll save it yeah i reckon they need to get a ton of like at least indie games at like and and make that completely streamable on their service for a very very small price just to get people into that ecosystem yeah, well, then I mean, start introducing I don't know what it, other I think stuff it's quite expensive if you go want to go 4k but yeah say like and obviously they will probably want to play 4k if they want to get triple a games but for everyone else maybe there's like an indie tier or something that's not 4k obviously there isn't mm. there is a tier where it isn't 4k make it like five to ten quid yeah if it's like a massive if it, if it is a netflix of games a bit like a game put, put it this way put it this way could you imagine a bundle like the um the one that we've seen recently uh what was oh, sorry i can't remember the official name of it bundle for the itch, um, itchio i think yeah the itchio yeah. bundle for oh, racial justice equality. and equality yeah yeah that's right yeah imagine that if it was on stadia yeah. and you could you could pay pay the what cuz it is a pain in the ass to go through those games make sure your computer can run them and i mean most computers can but i'm using it on a mac and a mm. lot of them don't mm. uh, even though they say they can um, not a problem. But I'm just saying it's a bit, it's a bit frustrating. Imagine that on Stadia, where you've just got a thousand games on there, and you can just go, "Boom! I'll play that for a bit. I'll play that for a bit." That makes sense to me. The fact that it's you have to buy individual games at full price to to stream them like this, you're not going to make that sort of leap. Yeah. They need to get people in to start with. So I think that's where the disappointment comes from, and then that's where the the jokes <laughs> start building up. You know. Uh, yeah, but I'm glad there are people out there that's making use of that service, and I just hope that Google do keep it going for for um uh you know for those people that have actually invested in it. Yeah, so I never thought I'd say this, but can we move on? <laughs> there are <laughs> yeah, more sure. important things to talk about. Go on then. Well, let's get on with the with the main event, shall we? Oh, you done with the feedback? Usually, you say that's that's the end of the feedback. 
Uh, that's the end of the feedback. If you want to leave us feedback, excellent. Right, it's- let's get on to the main event, uh, James. Yeah, uh, this was originally part of your news, but um, we've decided to pull that section out and fully focus on the PS5 reveal. So, how do you want to do this? Should we just go through it from yeah. start to finish? We'll skip over the games we're not really that interested in, and uh, and then get to the bit that I'm really looking forward to: uh, the reveal of the PS5. So. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I, I did some work for this this time to try and make this a bit easier because <laughs> there was so much stuff. So I put everything together. I've, like, colour-coded things for, like, you know, what's exclusive, what's not exclusive. You changed some font. The whole thing. I changed the font, everything, you know, to make it. But anyway, so there was this PlayStation right, 5 what, event. What you should have done, the the, podcast, the listeners don't care about that. <laughs> I they know, don't care but... if you've changed the font in the Google Doc, mate. You should keep that quiet. Yeah, so what, what I, I, I would do is expect, I put... I expect, I put... <laughs> Expected some appreciation from you, David. I mean, I got Sean was like, "Oh, brilliant! That's that's really nice." You nothing from you apart from then you are slagging me off and saying that there was no news in the doc, even though there was, because you couldn't be bothered to read further down the document. Can we go yeah, on with it, it? Yeah, but James? Okay, you can't, yeah, let's get on with it. Let's get on. With it. Let's get on with it. He's right. Matt's right. Let's get on with it. Let's get on with it. Okay. So anyway, okay, come on. There was a PlayStation Five reveal event last week. Uh, we we watched it and we streamed like the whole thing. Um, I've got I've got all the details here. I mean, it kicked off with Grand Theft okay, Auto Five. Let's go. Right. Okay. Right. Let's Grand Theft Auto Five. Yeah. What a strange. It, it, we did a talks over this. It's available on YouTube or whatever if you want to see our live reactions. But I mean, we were sitting there going. Is this bit new? Is this new GTA Five? Well, the worst thing is, is they, they showed the logo, like the Rockstar oh, logo, no, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, and yeah. then you're just like, show. "Wow, what's it going to be? Uh, is it going to be Bully Two or whatever?" And then no, it's, it's well, GTA actually, Six. I got confused by the um, uh, the voiceover at the start because there's a quote at the start, isn't it? And I thought, is this from GTA Four? Just for half a second, <laughs> thought, are they going to re like redo well, that? Well, when I heard the music, I thought, "How is this like a San Andreas remaster or remake?" Yeah, yeah, so did I. Yeah, I was really just baffled because, like, obviously that trailer is so recognisable, but at the same time, it was ages ago. So it was like, <laughs> "Fuck, what? What GTA are we talking here?" Um, and then, yeah, it was GTA Five. Found out it was GTA Five. Any of you guys heard of it? <laughs> this is the thing isn't it they were like so the big announcement was that uh gta 5 the online side of things is going to be free on ps5 it's going to be uh a free-to-play game on ps5 the moment you get your new playstation but only you can only download for that only for three months though really, oh, really? yeah oh i missed that yeah well the first thing i thought when i when they showed that off was who hasn't got GTA Five at this point? They've sold 130 <laughs> yeah. million of them. Yeah. But then also, it's... is this not them spinning like GTA GTA Online off now from GTA Five in general? Yeah, and just being off rather than it so. being yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I mean they've they've put, they, they, they've done it separately, but I don't I I, I don't know if that's going to be a thing going forward. I don't know. Um, I, I think I think it makes total sense because when they announced GTA Six, they were like, "Wow, is this going to come on GTA Online?" But by that point, it will be its own standalone thing that people won't necessarily think. Hang on, GTA Six means a massive, a big update. It will, like they will just why then did, run in parallel. I don't see why it would make sense. Why would they want to change their business model in in any way, shape, or form? They've sold one hundred and thirty million copies of Grand Theft Auto. I think because they, they must just be raking it in on fucking uh, currency and on oh, GTA. Yeah, exactly. I, mean, yeah, so I think so they're just free to download. Sorry. That's right. Even less of a door, you know, gateway to get into. I'm, I'm thinking going forward. 
like uh, you know for GTA hmm. whatever's next you know what yeah. I mean I'm assuming six yeah the six <laughs> yeah that goes after five <laughs> Um, uh, yeah, I mean, they wouldn't do that going forward. They'd just do the same thing as they've done for I five, know. right? I, 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 no, I, I do. Matt, why would they change it? Why would they change it? They have made a ridiculous amount. Well, because of I, have, I think but, GTA but Online has, has outperformed even what they thought it would do. I think that's why, because you yes. know, there was, for ages it was like, oh yeah, the, you know, there's probably going to be more story content, and then just over the years it was like, no, what's the fucking point? Like, correct, <laughs> correct. But we know that the game, the full game, still sells in insane numbers. Yeah. And even if that's just for people buying GTA Online, mm. they're they're not going to change that. That is that would be madness. But yeah, but like I would crazy. love to know how much labour goes into a like a, a GTA campaign versus like just keeping the online stuff ticking over. God fucking hell! Also, um, you've got to, uh, yeah. they're, they're also having to. I imagine probably update the main game, even when a lot of stuff might be just going towards online, mm. and maybe having both GTA Online, which is probably massive, with GTA Five as well. They might be like size limitations and stuff. I think it makes sense. And like, if you have, if it's free to download, free to free to play, at least only for that limited period, then like, th- there's no barrier. People go in, buy, buy DLC, buy yeah, currency. no, I think it it totally makes sense for GTA Five to do this to to separate that out, mainly because. I mean, surely they can't sell another shed load of GTAs for, for. Um, I mean, they they probably I mean, they will. will after those three months. I mean, it didn't look I, didn't I, look any better, right? And I'm not saying like GTA Five, like considering it originally came out on the PS3 and 360, has aged pretty well. Um, but it wasn't like holy fuck, look at the PS5 version. It was basically the same, no. wasn't it? Originally, well, yeah, it was I mean, I mean, what's interesting is like, we'll cover this later. Is that later there was that thing saying from here on out, everything you see is on PS5. Yeah, this was obviously before that. Mm-hmm. It did say it was enhanced and expanded, but mm. we don't know how the stream again was in 1080p 30. So, yeah, I mean. I would assume look, it's going to look nice, isn't it? it look, I would assume look, they, yeah, like well, obviously we didn't see PS5 visuals. And, mm. and, and it was I mean, if it doesn't do take that. three hours to load up, that'll be a bonus. It will be well, no loading. Yeah, sure, on exactly. PS5. So, so uh, <laughs> I mean, they've also well, said I mean, they know how it's it a fucking weird expanded, thing to lead with, know. right? They've also said that like yeah. owners of GTA 5 on PS4 are going to get like a million like dollars in GTA cash like every month until the PS version of the game comes out yeah. next year. Which is weird. I mean, this is also... But the other thing about this is this isn't coming out until like the second half of 2021 anyway. It's it's not over. Really? No, it's it's a long way away. It's just... It's a weird way to start this off though, isn't it? And I mean, I listened to a couple of other podcasts where they were just like speculating that it was like, you know, what kind of deal did did Rockstar get (laughs) to have this front loaded? Because it's it's a weird, like nothing beginning to this. It's it's strange. Yeah, I mean... I I can't imagine GTA... I, I can't... But then yeah. maybe it's one of those things that, you know, you know, we've said repeatedly we're sort of mystified by how, well, not mystified, but, you know, the fact, like, the, the sheer fucking size of, sorry, that was completely unnecessary F word. I, I, sure. I am really bad, aren't I? Um, <laughs> oh, please don't start any of that. Let's the sheer flipping size of GTA Online is, you can't even grasp it, right? It's unbelievable how big that game is. And we, like, we mm. occasionally dip back in and have a good time. And then, but there, there are people who just absolutely hammer it all the time. So, yeah, maybe it's one of those where actually there was 130 million people watching that going, right, brilliant, I'll get a PS5 then. <laughs> that I we mean, just, it does uh, not yeah, make sense. People we, yeah, no. there's hundreds of millions, you know, well, yeah. there's, there's, I don't know the actual sales, but is it 130 million, Sean? Uh, that's what Dave said earlier, and I believe in yeah. completely. Was it 130 million so. people? I mean, although we were like, well, why advertise now? That's mm. like a, 
Yeah, a lot of people saying, oh, God, okay, brilliant, enhanced. Mm. Like, oh, and- God, what if it wasn't 130 million? It was that <laughs> news story not was, too long it was, ago. It was oh, a I've- massive number. But also, like, that makes sense from what you're saying, with especially giving people this $1 million in GTA cash every month as well. Mm. Like, yeah. where it's like, if that carries over, that's an incentive to stay on the PS4 version. Oh, it's it? obviously going to carry over, yeah. yeah. But we also know that Microsoft have their own deals with Rockstar, so it's not like a big... You know, thing for Sony to have a deal with with um, Rockstar, is it? Mm. Well, I mean, they said partnership. I mean, who knows what Xbox's partnership with Rockstar will be like in next gen? But yeah, this basically says, well, hun, if I get a million now, I'm basically going to keep playing that on PS5. Uh, yeah, it's, it's 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 really interesting. Obviously, massive massive amount of people play it, and it's a great, it's a big old play. But it definitely confused us at the beginning. Like, mm. why are they showing this? But you know. Yeah, really. I mean, is it is it as big as getting Rockstar games on Game Pass? That's I'd good point. Say, That's a I'd pretty big deal as I'd well. Say isn't it's it? bigger than that, like in terms of like getting people locked into your platform as well. Yeah, this is saying if you play what the million, you play the million online, yeah. Play on PS4, you get a million a month, yeah. and you will get this free one when you get a new console. That's that's yeah. Huge. I don't know how much a million a month is worth. Is that worth quite a lot? Fair bit, yeah. Um, so when I tried one one time, I was playing GTA Online. I was like, right, I want to buy a yacht. I want to buy a massive yacht because it seemed like a cool thing to do. And they cost about seven million of in-game currency. And I was like, yeah, do you know what? I've been playing this a while. I'll, I'll put some money in. That's all right. Uh, no, it's about seventy quid. So, <laughs> so yeah. or seven months worth of waiting, yeah. <laughs> guys. <laughs> okay, so, uh, all right. I mean, there will there will definitely be a version of GTA Five on xbox yeah definitely and yeah. i mean presumably yeah the current one will just work on the series x well there's I, that, I mean and there's no way that this version on ps5 will be exclusive because yeah i mean i don't yeah, think why would so they do that? it won't They've it's, got it's, no need to it's do not going to yeah. be exclusive all it's going to be is it's just be that you get this one million like you know dollars or whatever and also it will carry over that's the only thing that's going to be that makes this a big deal really and it'll be a free standalone to download yeah yeah mm. i don't know for a couple of months. Okay. Anyway, so then we had the first, like, let's say the first proper game uh, they showed off, which was uh, Spider-Man Miles Morales. And this is... <laughs> it's not, not the first proper game then, is it? No. Really? <laughs> well, no, but that's the, you see, that's the thing, because there's been loads of confusion about this, because clearly it wasn't entirely clear like when they when they showed this. So it's coming out like what they're calling as holiday season, which probably means around like the PS5 launch. And it's a spin-off game. It's not a remake of the original with like an add-on. It's going to be apparently similar to like you know like Uncharted's Lost Legacy thing. You know where it's like it's yeah. basically just a shorter another game, yeah. like a side story yeah. thing. Really, I'd be interested to see how much they price it. At. Yeah, uh, apparently. Yeah. Um, oh no, I'm thinking about another game. Uh, yeah, I mean, I I can't <laughs> see it being. <laughs> Go on. What was that? <laughs> game we think of? Carl, please tell me your full process then. It, it, it was that new Star Wars game. Uh, oh, squash is cheaper right, okay. than full price. Um, we'll get that. Yeah, I mean, I, I can't imagine this will be full price, but uh, yeah. Well, when but I saw then, it, I was like, hang on, no way! Like a Spider-Man sequel that falls so so soon. Um, but then, yeah, if it uses the same map and like, stuff, sorry, if it uses the same like city and everything, then that's I guess that's a fair bit of the work done already. But yeah, but yeah, no, this is this was cool. Um, like I, you know. I, I, re- I do really want to play the, the 2018 one, which is why I was really disappointed when initially I thought this was DLC and that it was PS5 exclusive because I was like, well, I thought what I've been thinking about getting the original, um, but then if this, but I'd really like to play the Miles Morales stuff, but I'm probably not going to buy a PS5 for it anyway. But if I just play the original, I feel like I'm missing out. But sure, no, I'll, so I'll let you my mess. copy if you want. It's um, it's a good yeah. game. Oh, cheers, man. Yeah, I appreciate that. 
I absolutely loved the original and yeah. uh, the, the, I, I think I may I mean obviously I guess I'll wait for reviews but I, I, I want to play more Miles, uh, Miles Morales as a class character and I, so I, I, I'm I'm really tempted to get this again just because it's so bloody good and it's going to look amazing on PS5 mm. did you see um, okay. Into the Spider-Verse in the end Mark I can't remember yeah yeah I saw it yeah, yeah of course yeah, yeah. amazing you know, I still I own that made. I still haven't watched it I, I know oh, I made that but it's, I just it's incredible yeah we should watch Wall-E first, I reckon. Um, okay, what was the next game that they showed? <laughs> okay, so then we had uh, Gran Turismo 7. Uh, no release date as yet, but it's Gran Turismo, isn't it? Yeah. It certainly is. Uh, it, lo- it looks amazing, as you would expect. Um, does it, though? Well, no, I mean, yeah, it, I mean, visually, I mean, the lighting yeah. and stuff looks stunning, yeah. I didn't yeah. think it looked any better than anything we'd seen from Forza or anything like that at all. I don't know. If, I mean, I, I, I watched all the trailers again, like 4K, and uh, it looked, yeah, it looked amazing. But mm-hmm. I, I've, I've fallen off Gran Turismo in the last few revisions. But I was is never it still on it. It's a big boring, deal? Yeah, like I, I don't. I mean, again, it might be just. What, I, it's just I a, think, I think the name is still. Yeah, yeah, yeah the name still. Right. I, I do think it? it still carries weight. Yeah. Um, but I can't remember the last one that I that was universally praised. Mm. Can you? I don't think the last one was. Was it? I can't remember the last time there I was mean, a fuss about any of them. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Been a long time, but yeah, it's um, yeah. I mean, I, I, I'm sure it'd be a great driving game, but yeah, in terms of showcases, I do wonder how. I mean, the, you know, driving games have always been a massive showcase for the graphical leaps these consoles have taken, mm. but now that the the uh, the focus seems to be on, say, more realistic lighting and stuff like that, I wonder how much of a, a impact that that genre will have on showing how fancy new graphics are mm. uh you know it was always the go-to before yeah. Um, yeah, yeah but i wonder if the the um the leaps that we're making in um graphics and art design it's going to be that impactful yeah uh, it's not with that but i think i mean like, the lighting looked stunning in in, in the 4k version i look i saw and like with i guess ray traced lighting and this and the other and hdr it'll look amazing um okay Okay, cool. Uh, James? So then next we had uh, there's Ratchet and Clank uh, Rift Apart, and so yeah, I mean that I thought that looked really decent. It looked great. It, yeah, it looked did. lovely, didn't it? It was a bit of a disappointment the way you know it had that sort of cutscene at the beginning where he was going through all the portals and he was going between different, like, completely different environments and stuff. And I was like, oh holy shit, this is the showcase for you know the sort of instant loading stuff. Yeah, like this would not have been possible, you know, previous gen or whatever. But then in the actual gameplay footage, the portal it's stuff was basically it was just kind of just sort of jumping around the same environment a little <laughs> bit. Um, but it did look, yeah. it did look good fun though. Yeah, we don't know how deep they're going to go into that. that yeah. You know, traditionally when they they do little gameplay demos like that, they're very early on in yeah. the game. Um, so yeah, I mean, the, it it gave you the idea that oh, I see what this can do now if it's able to load mm. loads of different environments at the same time mm. and easily switch between them. Um, then I see how. Uh, their SSD stuff could be so important, mm. but um, we certainly didn't see that in the gameplay. Uh, but that's also, you know, not to say that it's not going to be in the final yeah, game. I, I think so we'll see both actually. Because uh, after, because uh, so after watching, I've I've basically watched this whole thing like three times. I watched it when we did talks over. I watched it again today, and then I watched all the individual trailers. And I noticed that basically in terms of portals, the purple ones were sending. The, yeah, Ratchet and or Clank to another like entirely new environment. The yellow ones are basically essentially like. Portals, yeah, 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 yeah. and and it felt like at least in that demos, in that the thing we saw, that at the end of like one of the 
areas there was a powerful one to then suddenly switch to another environment and maybe okay. that's when you're like hang on there's no loading at all this is crazy mm-hmm. uh, but mostly is this confirmed for launch james uh no is there's no release date for it yet okay see because i mean there's a running theme that we'll we'll i'm sure we'll cover at the end um but there was a lot of confusion as to what's exclusive what's you know time yeah, exclusive they, they didn't, um, i mean what console they, it's true they i mean if you actually if you look through the list there's a hell of, i mean most of this is exclusive actually like at least timed yeah. or, or otherwise but yeah they didn't do the whole microsoft thing of you know world exclusive and all that kind of thing like oh, to, like every <laughs> that was really good, James. <laughs> Um, I, yeah, I mean, but but more importantly, we don't really know what the launch lineup looks no, like. No, we don't. Know. It's it's strange that you know there weren't a lot of dates. There wasn't a lot of um, information about what we can expect day one on this machine. And I think that's more important for Sony than it is Microsoft because you know yeah, Microsoft are going to have like all their. It's practically going to be your entire collection anyway. Um, whereas I'm sure. Yeah, I, that's that's the stuff that I'm interested in mm-hmm. because yeah, it could be the same for say, the oh yeah, like um, Spider-Man's launch and like and no, I mean just because it says holiday and although Sony have said oh PS5's out holiday 2020, mm. uh, I mean yeah, you I, would expect I, I, I the would games take... that say holiday 2020 would be launch games, right? Yeah, you would, but then also I. I when it said holiday, I also imagine a launch not in December when it's the holidays. I imagine it'll be like late October, early November. But any of these games could come out in a week or two later, well, so there'd be like a launch window as there is. That's yeah, that's what they're saying about that's holiday. They start saying it's launch it's window, isn't it? And then like they'll yeah, just yeah, basically yeah. say all of these games are launch window, meaning within <laughs> two years. Well, this is it. this is why I enjoy it when they say holiday instead of like quarter, whatever you know, because it's like because if you say say quarter, you definitely saying what's well, within a three-month area. Whereas when you say holiday, people just think, well, it's out for Christmas. It's out for Christmas. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, even though it's the, the window Christmas is still Eve, is the same size, but if people just think, well, yeah, but I'll definitely have it for Christmas. And that's a, that's a singular day. Like, <laughs> it's sort of, it's, yeah, it's weird. Um, I, and uh, yeah, but there was a lot of these games that we were shown that say 2021, which mm, I was yeah. surprised about. Mm. So yeah, we don't, we didn't get a sense of what the full launch like, or even partly what the lineup do you think, be at launch. Do you think them, so. part of this is also though because of COVID as well? Because they can't Maybe. really possibly. be certain. I mean, possibly, yeah. They they wouldn't want to promise games for the launch period and then have to drop them. Mm. That would be Drive Club. That wouldn't be great. What was that? Drive Club. Drive Club. <laughs> Drive Club. Um, okay, James. What was next? And then we had uh, Project Athea. Which is another like this is another timed exclusive um, that's for PS5 and PC. Oh no no, it's not mm. timed. No, it's just no, 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 it, no it's, this is designed exclusively. It's for- just for <laughs> PS5 and PC, and uh, this is right, okay. this is Square Enix um, Luminous Productions uh, yeah game. So this is yeah. So this is the studio that made Final Fantasy 15, which I liked a lot. A lot of people didn't. Um, I thought this looked really cool. Um, Certainly, like the visuals, it was certainly one of the first like next gen games. More than like anything I saw in the the Microsoft one, the you know the other week, where I was just like, oh shit, this is this could not work on what current was, gen. Which one was the? I mean, what did it look like? I can't remember the trailer. It was the one with the the woman with the cloak, sort of dashing around and, and jumping and stuff. And yeah, it wasn't entirely clear what the game is, like whether it's like a, an action game or what. But um, yeah, I thought it looked really cool. Yeah. Okay. All right, Dave. Fucking hell. 
No, I'm not. No, I'm just going right. Okay, yeah, no, that's that's fine. I wasn't having a go at you. I know. With your, with I know. your potty mouth. It's just yeah, that, yeah, um, honestly. That game, um, Project Athia or Athia or whatever. That's uh, it was uh, writing was actually led by Gary Witter, former oh, PC yeah, gamer yeah. writer and Book of Eli writer, and you know, start and Rogue One writer. Mm-hmm. So he, he said he led like a bunch of like writers from TV and. Uh, you know, graphic novels and like film and games and stuff. So, be interesting to see what that's like. Mm, fingers crossed. What would you do if it found out though that one of those writers that he got from TV wrote um, Mrs. Brown's Boys? <laughs> <laughs> what would you what, like? How how would that change your opinion of the? Petition, I'll do a petition. Your expectation. I'll, I'll start a petition. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Right. Uh, then we had Stray. Um, this is another again. This is developed by Blue Twelve. Ah, uh, this is the old switcheroo of a trainer. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And this oh, is it's all futuristic. You play as a cat. You do. It's like it's set in a world apparently where humans have died off. That's what it seems like anyway. There's loads of robots, but then you're a cat. Um, this is exclusive for PS5 and PC as well. Okay, not bothered about this. Hate, I'm not a fan of cats. Not a fan of. I cats. mean, me neither. So, uh, but it's being published by Annapurna, so it's probably yeah, so good. It will, be, it, will, it will be great. They haven't. Back, okay, they haven't yeah, yeah. They, a stinker they, they've yet, never so. released a bad game, have they, Matt? I don't believe I have. No. <laughs> <laughs> Name one, Dave. <laughs> uh, can you? Can't you can't. They did um, the space game that you liked, didn't they? <laughs> so they did what the Space Adventure did Gorogoa, Florence, Donut. Gone I mean, home. I wasn't a massive fan of Donut County, but everyone Gone seems to really like it. it. Yeah. Outer Wilds, a bunch of others. They're, they're, they're good. They've done, they, they haven't done a bad one, so yeah. interesting. Well, I mean, yeah, publishers, though. We should remember that, right? They're the publishers. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, this is well, no, developed by Blue 12. Yeah, yeah. it's a developer. Yeah, it's again published by Annapurna, just yeah. like the publisher of the other good games. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the overrated space game right yeah, yeah. okay and Go then on. we had this is like a another exclusive which was called Returnal which is developed by uh, Housemark and uh, this mm. is a game about I mean it was it's this lone female space explorer who crashes on a planet and then keeps living the same life period over and over again uh, but the planet changes every time she dies. But no release date yet obviously for this I'd love to know how much of the story sort of stuff that it showed off is actually in the game. Yeah, me yeah. too. Or does it That's immediately take a back seat? Because the trailer no. looked great, the story seemed interesting. Um, but if if you don't see much, and it is, I mean, like, Housemark are great, and so mm. I imagine shooting will be brilliant. In yeah, it. yeah I mean, it looks like a Housemark game that has been um, that that uses like a third person shooter. Uh, vi- like visually, that a first person shoot over the over the shoulder camera. Mm. But it looked like it played exactly like uh, you'd expect mm. from the creators of Resogun and Next Machina and stuff like that. So, yeah, I mean, I'm interested in it. I wasn't um, completely like I, when when I originally saw it, I thought, oh, this looks like a really interesting, dramatic space game. And then we saw the sort of nightmare stuff, and I was like, mm, okay, <laughs> I'm not 100% on board, but. Yeah. Um, there was a lot of story stuff uh, sort of hinted at and a lot of scenes of the character at home in her hometown and stuff on Earth. And I just, they wouldn't have just made that stuff just for the trailer. So you'd hope that it's made it into the game because that's the stuff that I was interested in. Um, so yeah, one to keep an eye on for sure. Yeah. I think, I hate the name. Returnal, yeah, yeah. It's just, I mean, it's it's a, and, and I love pun, and this is the sort of thing I would probably come up with at work, like, have, but it's just like so obvious, as like yeah. eternal return. It's like, oh no, I don't. The name doesn't do much for me, but the game's interesting. Oh, right, well, send him a letter. 
No, you know what you need to do, Matt? Comment underneath the trailer in the YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> the YouTube just, you know, that's that's what you not getting your point made. <laughs> I've done that. Crap, and I haven't got a single response. <laughs> <laughs> They're not taking me seriously. <laughs> Go on, what was next? James? Okay, so the next one was one of the ones that actually I was the most interested in, which even though I don't think anyone else would be, which was sa- Bug Snacks. No, this was. Uh, no, we'll Bug, get to that. Save the gold, Dave. Save that. This is, <laughs> okay, so this was Sackboy A Big Adventure. And this is platformer by Sumo Digital. There's no release date, but it does seem to have multiplayer. But also, it's not it's not entirely clear whether this has got all of the usual like creation stuff that you get for a little no bit. Way, no chance. Assume not. It seemed. Yeah. No, no, no. It looked like a straight up uh, um, Mario 3D World, didn't it? 3D Mario <laughs> yeah. 3D World game. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, it's it's funny how like I was. I thought the the more I watched this trailer, the more I got into it. Like initially, I saw Sackboy. I was like, "Man, I fucking love that character." And they've never done anything with it like I like. Do, do you, you know what I mean? Do you love that character? <laughs> I, I don't know how you can't like that character, Matt. It's cute looking. It just the movement and stuff. I get I mean, the, I like, have, the animation of the character is wonderful. And so I've obviously seen him from afar, but I've, I've never. Well, yeah, the, him I mean, before. it's Ooh. not what Sackboy as you see him it is not really why people love him like he, he dresses up in different things constantly you're telling me there's layers to suck boys is that what you're saying yeah yeah there's the stuffing the cotton the wool that again. <laughs> the zip <Ooh>. <laughs> i don't know i don't know how you can't look at that character and say that's a nicely designed character i just look at him i don't have any emotional response at all but i mean um, he's, he's, he's a blank slate isn't he that's the whole point you can make him yeah, it doesn't even have yeah, to be yeah, a he yeah, you can make, make him whatever you want like you want. um <laughs> But yeah, no, I'm, I'm intrigued by this because yeah, as, as you're saying, like Little Big Planet, as all, I've always loved the idea of it, but I've never had time to make stuff, and it's never it's never felt great as a a platformer. So you know, to, to make one from the ground up, just as a, a straight platformer with just a set of pre made levels, um, yeah, like it looked like there were loads of sort of very sort of as you say, sort of uh, Mario 3D World esque mechanics and stuff um co-op play and everything i think yeah this this looks like it'll be a good it time it needs to be fucking excellent See, that's, this is why i'm so turn down the swearing the Dave, please no swearing sony please. sony of no i don't give a fuck <laughs> sony sony um sony have got a history of uh copying nintendo style games yeah. and of a history of it completely absolutely fucking does not it. need to be excellent this has got i'm sorry we to say about. this it's got a launch game written all over it. <laughs> so th- th- this could be like a seven. And people are like, oh, okay. I picked you, it up. You're, 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 a man that, you're a man that hasn't played um, uh, 3D World. Yeah, it's it absolutely... I, I, I is this, is this... But, no, no, no. But I, I think they can get away with not being excellent because this could come out of launch. I mean, again, no release date. Is that correct, James? No release date yet? There's no release date, no. Yeah, so this come out of launch, and I, I anticipate you probably will do, but who knows? This could be yeah, six or seven out of ten. People are like, oh, I want another game from my PS5. Family friendly, I'll get yeah, that. And they'll, I, I, and they'll I, I say, you know you, what, Matt. it wasn't great, but I had good fun with the family. Matt, that, I don't know about you, but I don't give Matt, a shit how well... Yeah, I don't, I don't give a shit how well it sells. I want a good game. Like, that's that's the fun. I don't. If it sells tons, that's fine, but it's not... That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying so it has is to be excellent for you, but I'm saying in a wider scheme of things, then get away with it being average, and it'll, I think it'll do yeah, really but well. That, that's ninety percent of launch games, though, isn't it? Possibly, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what all I'm interested in is whether it's going to be a good game because if they do nail it, this, you know, James and I uh, adore these 
these um, types of games. And if they do nail it, then brilliant. Yeah. And it- There's a new series with a character that I like that that uh, has a plays a game that you know that we absolutely love. So exactly, if this is like yeah, a, cool. a good, like a pretty good solid platformer, you know, in like the three D world, like sort of uh, you know sort of style with multiplayer in four K and everything, I'd be well up for that. That sounds amazing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and I, I think I think the thing is, if Hang it on, is so you're saying yeah, if if it's a pretty good platform, we'll be fine. What? That's what you're saying, James? Yeah. No, I was saying if it's a if it's a good game in 4K. Well, I don't understand what I mean. What that's you're not going a massive list of requirements. <laughs> I, 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 I thought you were agreeing, same. But if it's if it's a, if it's a if it's a good game, 4K multiplayer, brilliant. That, no, that right. to me... So sorry, to, to, Jake, Matt. To explain my point, people are gonna if this is as close to 3D World as it looked in the trailer, people are gonna compare it directly with that. Yeah. So if it if it's if it's an average game, it's gonna get absolutely caned because it's up against one of the best Mario games, right? And people are gonna be comparing it against one of the best Mario games. I don't mean competing financially and in, in the business sense. I mean as in the sort of uh, critical rec- uh, recognition it gets, and I think if it if it is way weaker than the games we're used to playing like that, then th- that I don't think we'll see as many yeah. versions of this as we possibly could. If if this is up there with the level of 3D World, then we will see this become a series, and we'll get lots yeah, more of the I, game, I, sort of games. I disagree. Really? Because I, I think because I get like. Mario games are amazing, and if you compare almost every game, you know, many, many games to it, they're like, well, it's not as good. But I, I feel like this will probably be great or good, and it won't, it won't be up that level of, uh, you know, of Mario, of a Mario game, Mario Freely Land, Freely World, whatever it is. But it'll still be great or good enough, and and the, and I'm sure it'll sell crazy, and yeah, you know, and I'm I'm sure there will be others. I don't think it has to be. Well, if this isn't a ten or or you know a solid nine, then what's the point? This we won't bother. Yes, they will because they got this. They got like they got Sackboy. They're trying to explore more avenues for for this character. Yeah, I know. I think I think the fact is though is that personally speaking, I want a very very good platform if I'm going to play a platformer. And if it's an average one, then it's you know they could release as many as they want. I'm not going to be interested in it. Okay. All right. Go on. What was next? Okay, and then we had Destruction All Stars, which is another PS5 no, exclusive. This time it's by Lucid Games, and this is mostly. I've seen a lot of lukewarm receptions to this. I think this looks fucking excellent. Really? Oh, I think it looks. Yeah, I'm really excited for this. I think. Sorry, James, I cut you off. Yeah, then. so it's mostly people from that were with Bizarre Creations and Sony Liverpool who did like who did you know Wipeout and stuff. But yeah, blur. most of the reception I've seen, I I agree. Like people have been know. kind of sniffy about it because they just think it looks like Fortnite or whatever and they're not that happy about that for some reason yeah that in your face sort of presentation gets up certain people's noses doesn't it yeah they they, they instantly get turned off by it but I loved it I thought you know it reminded me a little bit of um, on Rush because that was very explosive and let's go Um, and uh, you know it had that about it but I don't know if they get it right it could be good I there's one concern that I've got is that they're thinking esports with this Mm. because it did have a hint of like Rocket League and stuff about it I don't know Um, I don't know crashing into people I don't know if you could turn that into an esport I'd love to be I'd love to be proved wrong, but I don't know necessarily uh, useful. I mean, like competitive, yeah, but I don't know. But it, it looked fantastic. If, if they can nail the, ha- if basically if it handles as well as uh, Rocket League does in terms of how satisfying it is, 
uh, you have a well up for this. Well, um, yeah, well, I mean, what I mean by eSport is that it's not necessarily, like, comp- you wouldn't associate every game, competitive game, with being an eSport, but there is a certain um, style of game that you feel is not pushing towards that, but within a sort of containment of very easy to watch, very easy to follow, scores very clear, you know, all that sort of thing. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, I get that. You're, you're talking, you're talking, sort of like your uh, what's your disc throwing game that you love, <laughs> Windjammers. <laughs> Wind yeah. um, you so know, and and we we thought the same about that. That Blade Run was there a roller derby game that was Ubisoft announced uh, yeah. ages ago and then never mentioned it wasn't again. Really, yeah, it wasn't really roller derby. It was yeah, similar, yeah, but was, not. Yeah, but yeah, 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 that, yeah, yeah, similar sort of thing. Yeah, because that's so what I thought this know, was originally. That sort of thing had the same yeah. sort of vibe. I was um, intrigued. It's definitely worth um, checking out. You know, when they showed so that yeah, you can basically get knocked out. You, your vehicle gets destroyed and then you're on foot for a bit or whatever and it looked like there were sort of different abilities and you know sort of different like movement um abilities and stuff that you had which i thought was cool because it's that's you know similar to the the titanfall thing of like yeah some people in robots but actually if you're good there are advantages to just being on foot as well so if they nail that that'll be really interesting yeah well this is it this has so much potential to be total dung (laughs) but but we're just hopeful that it's going to be good and it, it looked like a fun, different game, you know. Mm. This um, is fully exclusive, isn't it, this one? Yes, yeah, well, yeah. And and, and I, I like the fact that it's on the PlayStation as well because, you know, that PS1 came out, <laughs> there was a Destruction Derby yeah. game on that. <laughs> it was fun. So, yeah, yeah. cool. Yeah. Okay, um, next game was called Kenner uh, Bridge of Spirits and this is an adventure game by Ember Lab. Uh yeah, no release date on this either. This this is another exclusive, but I think timed exclusive. So yeah, okay. I mean, this looked absolutely yeah. fine. Yeah. What does this? What what was the trailer for this? It was the, the sort of slightly fantasy third person platformer. Um, uh, yeah, a little bit. Okay. Lot, uh, right. The environments were changing very quickly again. It felt like mm. hey, this is clear again. Another show of like, the power of PlayStation, no loading. It was like it was switching between. Like different environments, one was like a you know like a, a big forest, and suddenly like a totally different environment in, entirely. So yeah, it, it, it looked right. nice. We'll see. Okay. Uh, then we had uh, Goodbye Volcano High, which is a narrative oh, adventure God. game. This, was, uh, yeah, okay. this is by Co-op. This is coming twenty twenty one. But uh, yes, yeah, so. it's by Co-op. It will probably be good. What have Co-op done? Uh, they did Nog, G N O G, and then they also recently did uh, Winding Worlds on Apple Arcade, which is great as well. Okay, I don't know those ones, but uh, my word did this. <laughs> I don't know. It wasn't, it it wasn't an effective trailer, was it? Because it basically was all story stuff, and at no point was it clear what the actual game was, or not to me anyway. Um, no, but no, I mean, I mean this I, could have basically been Life is Strange. It had yeah, the same that's music, the thing that got me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, it, but instead felt- of being realistic-ish characters in Life is Strange, it was, uh, it was animals. I mean... It, I'll say it's not it's not a visual style that I've seen much in games, but it wasn't one that appealed to me either. So uh, I think I heard yeah. on the podcast actually it's based on a uh, like a US TV show. So oh right, one would assume okay. maybe like there is a volcano high like cartoon or something, and obviously the same style. If that's the case, then I I, I see where I've done it. Uh, who yeah, knows? not for me, not for me. This okay. All right, should we get to the next one? Uh, yep. Then we saw uh, Ghostwire Tokyo. Which is another PS5 console exclusive. I mean, this is like. No, you forgot one, haven't you? Oh no! Oh, sorry, okay. yeah, yeah, sorry, yeah. There was also before that there was Oddworld uh, Soulstorm, which is another again another timed exclusive. Um, 
Am I mad in thinking that that Oddworld was sort of a dark comedy? That's what game? I always thought. I thought it was like supposed to be like a like a sort of critique of like capitalism and everything. I thought that yeah. Was yeah, I mean there was yeah there farting. was some yeah exactly there was some um, obviously heavy themes in those games without a doubt, but it was played with you know a, yeah as you say farting. And like, didn't the little characters like laugh at each other when they died and stuff like that? Um, I can't remember. Um, I don't really know. Remember. I remember. I've played Nobel Game for ages, but uh, this seemed like <laughs> you know it would be like a, a movie coming out and it's Postman Pat like <laughs> being taken deadly serious because he's delivered the wrong package or whatever, and he goes home and he cries and stuff. It was <laughs> all that like I don't know. It just seemed way too serious for an Oddworld game, but. Um, okay, fine. I will say that although it's only a side-scrolling game, it looked fucking incredible in places. Mm. I don't know if you've watched this one in 4K, Matt, did you? Uh, I don't know. Uh, oh, my word. Because looks... not, not all of them were in 4K. I don't know. When I saw it, I wasn't blown away visually. Uh, watch, yeah, give it a, a look again because it's doing a lot with um, uh, lighting. and. Um, yeah, I saw nice yeah, sort of, like, the sun rays coming from behind uh, of the level and stuff. But, I don't know, it, yeah, it, it looked really it, good. It's a look generally I'm, I'm not blown away by. And I've never played an Oddworld game. I'm not particularly, attra- I'm not particularly, particularly inspired to, to bother playing it. It does nothing for me, really. Okay, fair enough. So this, sorry, James, I'm just looking at your notes. So this is a, a retelling of Oddworld Abe's Exodus. Was that the yes, it first is, yeah. one or the second one? Wasn't that the second one? Was it? I think it was the second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. was the first. Oh, sorry, Abe's it? Odyssey. Yeah, you're right. That was the first. Okay, interesting. Okay, all right. Yeah. So then, as I said, we had Ghostwire Tokyo, which which was we saw that the Bethesda thing was it last year? They showed that off. Yeah. And this why is don't another... I remember this? Then the title sounds like it's. Totally my shit, and I can't remember a fucking thing about it. <laughs> oh no, this is the horror one, isn't it? Yeah, no, that's why I don't remember it. Mm-hmm. Carry on. Uh, yes, yeah, <laughs> I mean, it kind of reminded me of the darkness, not the band. Uh, you know, like first person magic style combat. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, okay. It again didn't do much for me, but uh, interesting to see where. I mean, yeah, it, it's Shinji Mikami. It will probably be decent. Um, but yeah. yeah, the the. The way the the trailer showed the combat, it was just like there's a monster. Do some hand symbols, shoot ice at it, it blows up. It wasn't clear what was like. It looked like there were all different spells and stuff going on, but then it wasn't clear how that any how any of it works really. Um, so don't know. Okay, all right. Next up, uh, then we had Jet the Far Shore, um, which is developed by Super Brothers. This was a. They called this is a new cinematic action adventure game that invites you on an interstellar trip to carve out a future for a people haunted by oblivion. Uh, coming this year. So yeah, this, I thought this looked fantastic. Stick out for me. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm really excited about it, but yeah, when it cut to the 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 gameplay footage of actually being on the planet, it didn't look amazing, did it? No, Certainly it not. Basic. But... Yeah. Certainly not in a showcase for next Got gen. Got space stuff. in it, Sean. So yeah. tick. Um, oh, yeah. This was the one with that massive snake thing in the sand, right? Oh, was it? Uh, I think they. I think the ship like bur- like zoomed past like a massive like skeleton of a yeah, uh, oh, yeah. skeleton. Or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Was, yeah, yeah I thought yeah, the, the music was amazing. And like, mm. uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Sean, but this isn't like the same. Uh, uh, composer that that they have worked with in the past is that no, yeah, it's it's not, um, is it? It's um, yeah. So when they did Sword and Sorcery, that was with Jim Guthrie, but this was someone else whose name I forgot. This is by what I just said. Like it basically, it's scientific with all the vowels taken out. So S again, (laughs) uh, 
TFC. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so the music was amazing. It was incredibly epic, and uh, mm. it looks like it's a space game. So I'm definitely interested in this. Yeah, yeah the gameplay did look quite basic. Mm. Oh, sorry, the the uh, at least how the gameplay looked visually looked quite basic. But you know, I, I'm I'm up for it. Okay, yeah, okay, okay. Then we had Godfall, which I don't know. I was completely disinterested by this. Oh, this is a, <laughs> this is published by Gearbox. I mean, I know that Randy Pitchford's had nothing to do with this specifically because it's developed by Counterplay. But it just didn't, to me, it just didn't look very interesting. I, I was not that bothered. That's what so you're this is yeah, weird, right? About because, so yeah, I wasn't particularly fussed about this. For anyone who's not seen it, it initially looked like a bit of a Souls-like, but then actually once it got into the combat, it was quite arcadey, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Oh, of... God, this is the one where I just thought, this looks like the most PlayStation thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, it, it was the soundtrack, wasn't it? But what I didn't realise is, yeah, Counterplay Games, they made um, Duelist, which was past tense because uh, they had to shut it down uh, a really really good um sort of deck builder um stroke turn-based strategy game um that was really good uh but yeah it just didn't have the numbers to support it so they had to kill it but this is nothing like that so i don't like i really liked duelist but i don't know if previous form means anything here because this is a completely different type of game so i don't know <laughs> Yeah, um, I thought it looked okay. The soundtrack seemed really weird. Oh, what was because, it? I, I remember thinking the same thing, but what, what, I can't remember what the soundtrack was. was... Uh, I, I'm not sure what sort of music you describe it as, but you know, it's like really like thumping beats. Yeah. And I looked at it and I thought, it just feels really at odds with the game. Like in my mind, looking at that trailer, if it was on mute, I'd be like, well, this will have a kind of, you know, um, oh shit yeah yeah no i know the, the soundtrack was um pop an old oak by um Red that's Next, the one yeah right? that's the one yeah 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 um, yeah. Fuck. yeah yeah it worked really well i think for the visuals it was, it was pretty impressive <laughs> yeah I, 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 yeah no I, I i i totally get what you mean like james i feel bad but when i see like published by gearbox i'm like oh it's not yeah it's not a seal of approval these days i, is I it? know <laughs> i know i shouldn't i know it's bad yeah. of me but okay cool okay and then next we had uh solar ash uh, which was originally apparently Solar Ash Kingdom, and this is coming 2021 uh, from Heart Machine of Hyperlight Drifter, and it's exclusive yes, to. Yeah, so I mean, you you were sorry, it's exclusive to uh, to PS5, PS4, and PC. Right, so Sean, you were a massive Hyperlight Drifter fan. Yes, did mate. This did this rock your boat. It did. I mean, it looks very well. I say it looks very different. It's only in that it's it's 3D. It's not um, obviously Hyperlight Drifter was all uh, pixel art. Um, there are similarities visually in terms of the color palette and stuff, but yeah, this looks really intriguing. I still, I think, still don't know a huge amount about it, um, but yeah, that sort of final shot in the trailer where the perspective goes all weird and, and you're upside down and, and shit, and it looks, yeah, um, look really impressive. And yeah, like, yeah, Hyperlight Drift is like one of my all-time favorites, so yeah, really excited about this. Cool. Next, uh, then we had Hitman Three. Yeah, bit of a surprise, wasn't it? See this pop up? Yeah. Pleasant surprise, though. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, it's great to hear that they're still doing hit hitmans. Um, well, yeah, it because was weird. it's been hit, a hitman two went went by pretty quietly, didn't it? it? Yeah, as far as I'm aware, it absolutely tanked. So, uh, I think yeah, there was certainly a worry because obviously that was yeah. So obviously, Hitman came out 2016, and then Square Enix let uh, I Interactive go. Um, but you know, there was this whole thing like, oh, so it's, it's okay. They've they've managed to go independent. Um, they can do whatever they want and then you know so then they partnered with Warner Brothers to do Hitman 2 and then that tanked as well 
Um, so it was yeah. just like, are we just not going to see another one now? Um, so yeah, really chuffed to see that this is happening. We don't know who's publishing this, do we? The trailer didn't say. Nah, no, I didn't see anything. So, um, but yeah. Uh, okay, so new Hitman coming. Yeah. Yep. I'd really need to. I mean, I, I say that's this. I'm, not exclusive, is it? No, no, that's that's coming to everything. That's, yeah, it's not just. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm talking like I'm number one super fan. I fell off the first one for no reason at all. Um, and I've got the second one. I just haven't played it. So I do really need to go back yeah. and go through them. Cause like, yeah, I really I really like what I played at the first one, yeah. but yeah, I didn't pick up the second it at was, all. So the first one I played, I did up to Marrakesh, and it was just one of those. I think the level after that was Colorado, and everyone said that was like a, like the weakest one so far. And you know what it's like when you've got multiple games on the go. Like that's that's yeah. enough to to kill it, you know. Yeah, um, it, it's quite intimidating going into a new level for the first time as well yeah. in that game, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, because you, you, there's so much to learn, yeah. <laughs> and there's so much to learn in those levels. Mm. So, um, okay, yeah, cool. Next, uh, then we had Astro's Playroom, um, which this is coming. This, this is what was weird because when I when I saw this, I was really excited when I saw this because I loved uh, the last yeah the Astro Bot uh, VR game. This is coming at launch with the console, and then I became much less interested as it started to go on because it appears that it is just like a it's a tech demo, basically. Yeah, I mean they 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 do this for all yeah. them machines recently, haven't they? It's not so much a you know like a full standalone game, but it's going to have like apparently four distinct worlds that are each themed around like different parts of the PS5, you know, to sort of show you know the stuff like you know haptic feedback and all that kind of thing. So this will come yeah, with every PS5. So I guess that's that's good. This will this will be showing you what your controller can do. That other dev- that all other developers will ignore for the next seven years. Yeah, so, pretty much. So um, it's yeah. I mean, it's cool that they do these things, but I don't think it's anything to to get too excited about. Yeah. Right? Can we have a bet now? Um, chances of there in one of these mini games, a bit with a bit a bit a little bit in the game where you can like feel ball bearings <laughs> in the playroom. You reckon? Very high. Uh, I reckon there'll be one where you can like where you're going into different environments a lot. Yeah. Oh, definitely, uh, and it's yeah. on these switches yeah that'll yeah. be that that'll Everyone be there where you're feeling you're like maybe in like a vehicle and you can feel different have like... they have they confirmed whether there's a speaker in the pad yet or not oh there's know. a microphone so you would assume I, I think it is yeah it must be surely that'd be interesting yeah because I think if there is ca- you're definitely going to hear let me out or something from your <laughs> fucking pad that's definitely going to happen uh, and it, it'll probably go let me out I'm on the left and you can feel it running over to the left. Oh, yeah, yeah, you can I'm feel the, the weight right yeah. now. Feel the weight. <laughs> I'm in the triggers. Touch the triggers. <laughs> no, I think they just beep, don't they? They don't say actual words. No, they 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 make noises. They don't just beep. Yeah, just remember like, the, meow, meow, meow. But then they, they go like, squ- we're in the triggers, you twat. <laughs> they all, um, all scream, didn't they, when you shake the yeah. pad on the PS4? I, mean, I thought that was quite that. fun, actually. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Um, but okay, all right, cool. Okay, and then next we had uh, Little Devil Inside, which is another like, yeah. PS5 like timed exclusive. So this seems to be an action-adventure game that is set inside... It seems to be uh, inside a person, is that right? Well, Except uh, you wouldn't you know, know that what? at all, go would back you? And, no, go back and watch it again. I think we just compl- called that completely wrong. It's it just the way it was yeah. cut to make it to sort the, of imply that. The and... only thing, the only thing that made us think that was when he dropped the bomb and then the guy was doing a poo on the. Which toilet. doesn't really make like, any sense, does it? When you think about it, like what's the? No, and when you look at the environment, <laughs> you just think oh, there's a sun up there. How does that work? Like, <laughs> well, it, maybe it's a metaphor, Dave. 
Yeah, I think we were wrong there. Maybe. I don't know. I, don't I, think, no, um, I mean, I, I think we were right. I think we were right. Okay, so could be. interesting um, uh, thing about this game. Um, so obviously, I mean, this was new to me. I assume it was to all of you guys. Um, yeah, so I went looking for the trailer after um, after the PS5 thing, and there's yeah, so there's trailers going back five years for this, um, and it really? was oh, yeah, kickstarted yeah. years ago. Um, and Joe Scrabbles was tweeting about it. One of the Kickstarter um, goals that they met was to produce a Wii U version. <laughs> so. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, get the crazy world of game development. Mm. Um, I, yeah, so I mean, this looked fantastic. It did, right? It really interesting. Yeah, there was a little bit of controversy after, wasn't there, James? Yeah. So it. So now, what's happened is the developers have apologised for racist stereotypes in the launch trailer. Mm. So Neostream Interactive, who are developing it, have said that they weren't intending to like reference any real African or African American human tribes. And I mean, the quote is: "They said racist stereotypes of any kind were absolutely not intended. We were not aware of the stereotypical connotations, and wish to ap- apologise to anyone." who may have been offended by the character design. In addition, no one, not just limited to the team members, have ever commented or hinted on the character designs. However, those uh, characters have not been revealed publicly elsewhere prior to the event. So the studio has now confirmed that it's going to remove like dreadlocks, change what they're calling the bold lips and skin tone, and tweak the dart blower so it looks less like a joint. Uh, that was what what they said, and they I mean they they said we like they said regardless of our intentions, uh, if any people were offended in any way, we sincerely apologise. Uh, on a minor note, this is our first game title, and we are still quite naive in many areas. Uh, as always, we thank you for your support. I thought they handled I that th- really well. Yeah, yeah, I think the responses were, and I, I you know, and it just proves that I think it was right to be pointed out to them, and I think it was an excellent response, and it just highlights why this stuff needs to be people need to be so vocal about this stuff because clearly this development studio didn't realize what the you know their character design was problematic Mm -hmm. um but yeah i mean the the a great response and um and as i say it was it was right to be pointed out so yeah yeah. uh, they handled that really well for 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 a studio that's putting out their first game to come out with a response like that is it's not bad, is it? I mean, yeah, there's no, there's people no, with actual well. PR managers who would fuck this up. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And you could argue that it shouldn't be in the game in the first place, and I understand that argument. But what I would say is that you know, um, some people don't see things in the same way as other people. The intention there is, hopefully, you going certainly going by that statement. The intention isn't there to reflect what you see it as. Um, and then hopefully this is just a good resolution to you know exactly yeah like the response to, to be it, able yeah. to just sort of but, hold but, your hands up and just say look regardless of intent if it's going to ruin the game for you then yeah we it's no no harm to change it it's yeah yeah so yeah yeah, yeah. away from that yeah, I thought the game looked great uh, at some mm. points it, it had what I what I thought was like quite realistic graphics I think there might be like a forest scene in that video so it looked it looked amazing and then other bits are incredibly stylized yeah the yeah it switched it up have, constantly like, didn't it quite stylized so yeah. I'm interested to know whether that if we are going on the assumption it is is inside someone's body you know what what, what does that mean for like you know very stylized or very realistic bits um, yeah it looked great i'm really interested to know mm. what it's I, like. I i think it was the most exciting game they showed yeah um uh, you know that's not to say Dave. it's going to be a banger but i think it was probably uh, you, you don't oh, mean that is that what's coming next no one after that okay all right no, what's the, next James? the next one's a big deal i mean it's uh nba 2k21 <laughs> Oh, okay, yeah, tell us what's after it, that? <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. He's putting the notes. 
it's a basketball <laughs> game coming out this year. I will say that, though. I was expecting to get blown away by the visuals in that trailer. And it, it wasn't, was it? It didn't do anything for me, did it? Yeah. I mean, mm. it was all set outside. You'd, the best thing about basketball games is that they can get a tight... Um, all, like the audience always looks way better mm-hmm. in basketball games than it does other sports games, but um, my word, it did not show any of that. So uh, yeah, it was a weird trailer, um, very strange trailer. Right, okay, let's get to the main event. Okay, so then they show this game called. Okay, it's from the creators of Octodad, Young Horses, and it's called Bug Snacks. Bug Snacks coming twenty twenty. The show, the song is unbelievable. Oh my god! It was like it's just <laughs> what? There's a line in it, it where it goes, "Oh fuck!" What I've got to listen to it. Go on, you chat. Yeah, bug snacks. <laughs> Go on, James. Tell us more. Uh, yeah, so it's set in an open world, and it allows players to capture and tame creatures who resemble a combination of snack food items and insects. So it's like you're like collecting stuff, but then also eating it and things, and it it looked really weird. It kind of reminds me of Viva Pinata. Ish. Yeah, so this didn't. Have look... you played Viva Pinata? No, but it, I got the impression of like you know capturing bugs and like change or changing. I that, that was the vibe I got from it. Who knows how it plays? I am listening to. Sorry if you're hearing the bug snacks <laughs> theme I mean, tune. In the bu- Share with the class, Dave. What oh, that's doing? it. That's the bit where it does. That's the bit where it goes. I think it does it next. It does the most irritating thing that I hear in like things like this, right? It- Oh, I love it. I talk about bug snacks. Oh, just <laughs> the lines in it, right? Okay, so um, uh, this isn't a prediction. <laughs> this isn't a theory. But you know the bit at the end where it goes all dark, and then one of the this weird character runs at the screen. Yeah. The only hope that I'm clinging on to this game actually being excellent is that this is a complete like misdirection. This trailer. And that it's actually well, it's something actually good. completely different. Okay. Like, of course not. You know, it's it's like a, a what do you call it? A, what was that game that came like Frog Fractions type <laughs> thing? Where it's like you see all this and then you discover actually the game is nothing to do with eating snacks that change your arms into different things. And actually it's like some there's a lot of comments going around on Twitter and stuff saying, I think this might genuinely be like a horror game. <laughs> and this is a, the first view is this really overblown, oh, hey, come down and like these crap jokes and everything. But actually, it's horrific. <laughs> so I like that theory. Yeah, so it's possible. I, you know, I'd love it. I'd love it to be the case because I, how often do games do anything like that? It'd be great if it turns out to be just like absolutely really special and we can all look back on this trailer and go, ah, oh, they were fucking around. <laughs> <laughs> Because really, if they're not, that game is in trouble. You see, because where did... <laughs> yeah, because this is from the creators of Octodad. Where did we land on Octodad in the end? I never actually played it. I did. I assumed the joke wore thin fairly quickly. But you to see, be fair, it was like, what you know, it was a pioneer of the you can't actually control the character very well genre. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but also, I think we're I think thinking Klopp. the wrong. On. If the thing is also with this game and also with Octodad, is it's the target audience is I don't think is us because yeah. I did not particularly enjoy Octodad that much. I thought it, okay. the joke did wear thin, and it was mm-hmm. you know it wasn't funny that it controlled terribly. My daughter absolutely loved it, and she <laughs> like she she plays it still sometimes. Like I saw her playing it again the other day. She thinks it's a, she thinks it's really funny and loved it, 
And I'm just wondering whether this is going to be a similar kind of thing where it's like, to us, this looks horrific, but maybe to other children, <laughs> it doesn't. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, man. I, I'm pretty sure I could show Harry that trailer and he'd go, what the fuck? <laughs> like, honestly, I can't imagine him liking the look of this at all. I'm I'm genuinely thinking about thinking whether we should start a Bug Snacks podcast. That's true. Start Get on now. the ground floor. No one else Every is it yeah, it will, will be the Premier Bug Snacks pod on iTunes. <laughs> you already got a theme. Just Welcome to the Bug Snacks co- <laughs> can, we, can we do that? Can we do a Bug Snacks co- Bug Snacks no, special. Can we do like one? I'll put on iTunes to do one episode, make it real professional, and see what happens. That would be amazing. We're the only Bug Snacks podcast on the, where on the we, web. Oh, what? Do it completely seriously. Yes. But what if, where we break down the trailer? Welcome yeah. to the Bug Snacks podcast. But yeah, but what? Yeah, if? And like next week we'll say you know we're gonna talk about all the characters, all the lore, all the stories, what's happening, what's gonna happen in, bu- in the Bug Snacks world. Yeah. But yeah, but Come just imagine. Week. Stay with me here. What if the game actually turned out to be brilliant, and we do one episode of the Bug Snacks <laughs> podcast, and by the end of it, we're like. I've got. I've, I haven't said everything I need to say about bug snacks. We need to do another. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We look all of a sudden. We look at our um, our figures, and we've got four hundred million downloads of yeah. the bug snacks podcast. <laughs> we're, we're doing a deep dive. It's blown up. A deep dive into bug snacks. Or what if it turns out it was a switcheroo trailer, and it is like a really deep horror game or whatever, and we spend the whole rest of the podcast get furious about the fact, just going, "Where's our?" original bug snacks thing <laughs> oh that that'd was be so good because if we're like okay all like say like the branding and like, the itunes art looks you know like bug snacks in like colorful stuff and then a month or two later we change all of it so it's like red and black and blood and stuff <laughs> yeah and then, like and we uh, we start that show by going just to let you know yes we're called bs now but <laughs> yeah. the bug snacks is still called the bug snacks podcast but we're BS. We're Busco. What we would say Co. is that this is all BS. And I think we could all agree that it's all BS now. Okay. Yeah. Bug Snacks, the official pod's coming very soon. <laughs> well, I mean, go and watch the trailer if you haven't. It's weird. It doesn't show. I mean, the visuals look terrible. The voice acting was terrible. The jokes were terrible. I mean, it looked, uh, it I looked mean, like it Mr. Crab, didn't gameplay, it? I like guess, the, the visual but, quality, yeah. it looked like an iOS game. You know, from like yeah, a while ago. it did. It did. Very one, strange. Very perch. strange. And that's why I'm clinging on to that hope that this is a switcheroo of a of a trailer. I really am. I'm going to be wrong and disappointed. Be, but I <laughs> hope it's really good. And I'm determined to enjoy it now because you've all been mean about it. <laughs> I hope it's good why, too. Why have you forgot Phil? Sure. You've got to defend it. Um, What's up with that? I just I don't think I don't feel like I know enough either way. You're right. It doesn't look amazing. Um, I just I don't feel like I really know what it is to say either way um but obviously you know what you need to do you need to do subscribe to the bug snacks uh podcast <laughs> mailing list on itunes and spotify get on there get yeah, on well, uh, the patrons coming next week uh full bugs full nels nels you'll go full bugs <laughs> Okay, all right. Next was a big surprise, wasn't it, James? Yeah, well, it's not really, I mean, is it? it? I mean, everyone knew yeah. it was coming, but it's... <laughs> no, it's I mean, massively leaked. This is Demon Souls. Um, oh, was this leaked beforehand? Yeah, yeah, everyone, yeah everyone was Oh, certain. I didn't know that. Yeah, there's no release date set, but obviously exclusive to PS5, and uh, people were probably quite happy about it, I guess. I mean, it's mm. a game I'm never going to play, but I'm sure other people will be really <laughs> happy with it. 
Matt has to play it. Oh, I'm definitely going to play it, yeah. I mean, I haven't played this, um, and yeah, it's another Souls game, and I'm interested to know what the first one was like. It uh, looked great. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely 100% playing it. The comparison this. shots looked fucking incredible. Yeah. They were coming out. Like, yeah. Some people apparently have been snippy about the fact that they've changed the visual style. Like, come on, man. It's clearly Yeah, better. I mean, there's, if there's one thing you don't want to cling on to, it's the visual <laughs> style of Demon Souls. Uh, you know, I've not played the game, but just looking at it's, it, yeah, fuck me. Pretty drab. Um, I mean, I know it's the point. Yeah. It's supposed to be miserable. But yeah, Christ, I thought the, yeah, the, the comparison shots looked amazing. Um, yeah, it really did. I mean, yeah, pro- again, yeah, probably won't bother. Um, but you know, glad it's being done. I know you know fans have been asking for it for a long time. So, and obviously, it, because yeah, it came heard, out, um, you know, obviously, it did well enough by itself. But obviously, it really kicked off the whole Souls thing. But most people only got into that when Dark Souls appeared. Um, so I think this is, yeah, this is going to be interesting. Yeah, it's a big game. Yeah, big yeah, game I heard some people sure. talk about potentially like them having to change the controls. I I would assume, obviously, when it came out. Obviously, you know, things like Sekiro and other games uh, have like a, a better control scheme or it's mm. more fluid. So I wonder if but they will change will that. then people start shrieking and sending death threats if they dare change anything <laughs> about their <laughs> beloved true. game? Um, yeah, it'd be interesting. Oh, man, I'd love them to then announce that it's got a difficulty mode. <laughs> Like you can put it on easy. I'd love oh, that. If it's got an easy difficulty mode, I'll that. buy it. Even if I don't have the fucking console, I'll just be like, yep, can't wait. <laughs> Uh, next I'll put phase. it on story mode. Yeah, mate. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then we saw Deathloop. Um, this is Arcane Studios. This is another timed uh, PS5 exclusive. Uh, we, I mean, this this was, was this is Arcane, but this mm. wasn't. It's shown at the Bethesda thing last year as well. Yes, yeah, published by Bethesda. Yeah, yeah. Strange one, isn't it? Because it it's is. like, I mean, it looks like a Dishonored, but the art style didn't do enough to make me sit up and take notice it's i, I feel like i'm missing something really right odd. because the hook of it is ah you do a bit of level and when you die it loops back to the start and you have to do it again and i'm like yeah that's have you, have you played a computer game before like what? <laughs> <laughs> I don't, so i feel like there's something i'm not getting I'm like it's by arcane right i will probably like it um i just i, I feel like the the central hook hasn't been explained particularly well i i mean i see what you're saying sean yeah. but when you think of um outer wilds that's what that is but it does interesting true things yeah yeah it works that with that in really interesting ways yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. so well, i i mean i i guess it'd be more I, like uh, that I wonder, it basically someone's gonna shout at me but wasn't it like a metroidvania or like a side-scrolling game whereby you kept trying it and every time you died and eventually the one you the one you completed that run that was like it showed you a replay of you going from start to finish, and that was like, oh, that's Katana like Zero. all the deaths. What was that one? Yeah, it was yeah, it was Katana Zero. Yeah, I did that. Yeah, so maybe it's that sort of thing. Like it says here, like there's eight targets across the map, and if you don't, if you leave one, you got to redo it. And it's probably like just, I assume, getting the perfect run. And, uh, okay, I mean, it, yeah, it looked uh, it looked okay. I mean, it definitely had like a Tarantino movie vibe. I think from the trailer mm. at least. Really? Yeah, it's all like um, oh, definitely, it's all like old like sixties. Yeah, like a. Yeah, definitely. I thought it was definitely leaning on that sort of vibe. Okay, right. So, um, so I'm just looking at James's notes. Right. So there's another assassin that can be player controlled and has to take out the normal player character. The first one, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's interesting. Which you you can if, if you do multiplayer. Yeah. If you want to, yeah, you can do that. But you don't have to. You, just, you don't have to have right. people coming into your your game or not. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I've um never played a Dishonored game. Um, what the what dreadful is... Matt, Don't don't bother. They're not. They're good. I was joking. 
Okay, so it's a running joke, isn't it? That James hates him <laughs> because it, but do, do you not know the background to this? No, I don't we, think I we do. We weren't doing the computer show, do we? We weren't doing the computer what? game show when did, was when, George uh, on the show at that time. Uh, the, you know what I mean? Um, you change the name every week, now, It's hard to keep up. The, the, Computershow.co. Yeah, the uh, you weren't with us then because it was during the Joypod days, right? It was, yeah. Okay, was, right. So forgotten. if you've not heard this story, very, very early, I mean, it was before Dishonored come out. We went to see a Dishonored presentation at EGX, or back then, I think it was just the Eurogamer Expo. It's called, um, and I think it was me, Matt and james went to see it and they showed this demonstration and it was incredible they were showing so so much cool stuff that you could do with the various different power-ups that you get in that game and we walked out and matt and i were like oh my god that is that's going to be amazing look how fun that was that looks so cool they walked you through a level like three times and showed you three different ways of completing that level you know you're going in, swiping your sword and killing everyone, going in silently, and then there was another option where you avoided the mission objective completely and stuff. And then James walked out and just went, fucking hell, that was awful. <laughs> and Matt and I were like, what? He said, well, Dave, tell me one thing that that game does that that we've, have, we, uh, we've not seen before in games. And I went, James, at one point, he shot a. The sky ran out, shot a gun at you. He froze time. The bullet stopped in midair. He then possessed the shooter, walked him in front of the bullet, <laughs> got jumped out of him, released time, so he shot himself in the head. That was amazing. He went, nah, I'm pretty sure that's been done before. <laughs> so from then on, right, we like said that this James hates Dishonored. And even after he played it and said it. it was brilliant, yeah. right? <laughs> The, the running joke was that he absolutely hates Dishonored. Do you remember, James? You really hated Dishonored. I didn't hate Dishonored. <laughs> I just didn't like the presentation. <laughs> it was so funny. And now he's just given up every time we say it. So it's become like a running joke on the show. This, however, I must admit, didn't do much for mm. me. But, um, you know, we don't know enough about it. It's the first trailer. So let's let's see what, how that What's the that. shooting or combat like in Dishonored games? Well, the combat is... Yeah. Oh, yeah, the combat's pretty good, for, but it's um, melee combat mainly, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Oh, right. Yeah, because like, so, yeah, power-ups and all that games. kind of thing. And, yeah. yeah, it's all sword and all yeah, that sort of stuff. Yeah, uh, because Arcane but... did Dark Messiah of Might and Magic years ago, and that was like the like the first time everyone went, oh my God, someone's done good first-person melee combat. Um, yeah, yeah. So they've well, sort of been known even for then, like, fucked, though, isn't rubbish. It? It's been done before. It's... It's grim as fuck, though, isn't it? The way, yeah. like, you get really close to the neck and then the knife, like, slowly goes into their neck. <laughs> yeah, I remember that being a bit like, well, yeah. well done. But there you go. Uh, okay, cool. Uh, then we had Resident Evil Village, which is coming 2021. I mean... Fucking hell. Yeah. Mm. You want a game that made next-gen look good visually? Mm-hmm. That was it. The shot from behind one of the characters in the hut as the lights were beaming through oh, the windows... Yeah. It was like, whoa, here we go. Now we're talking. Um, but yeah, I mean, I will not have the bottle to play this game. <laughs> it looked a bit more Resi 4 than the recent ones, right? It really reminded me of Resi yeah. 4 because you had the sort of old style clothing. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, like the, the, the yeah, it, it's a hut in the woods and that's pretty much how Resi 4 starts, isn't mm. it? When we first um, saw that, 
I mean, I don't know if you as well, Dave, but I was like, hang on, is this God of War? Because that looked like the same hut, didn't it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 it did, yeah. We, we were all saying that, weren't we? It yeah. was, well, well, Matt and I were saying that. It was it very much looked God of War at the start. Um, but then what what gave it away in the end? There was a gun in it, wasn't there? Yeah, there's the umbrella logo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Where's it Resident that, Evil? That, I was that, like, hang on, guys, guys. <laughs> that that would have been cool, might not be God of War. Imagine if that had been like God of War, but set now. And it's like, this is this is weird. <laughs> Why do you want everything set now? You know, Why is that your thing? No, no, because imagine if you got like, Kratos or whatever. Working in data yeah, exactly. entry. Kratos in a suit. You know, it's <laughs> Kratos in, on furlough. Yeah. <laughs> Kratos commuting. He's sitting there in his jeans, you know, like in front of the TV. It'd be brilliant. Ringing up, uh, ringing up uh, Woucher saying, where are my masks? <laughs> yeah. I ordered these three weeks ago and I need them to get on the tube. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, while his son is mouthing off in the Social corner about being a god. This axe. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, so this is a sequel to 7, is that correct, James? Uh, that is not entirely clear. Um, the only thing right. I got from that was that Chris Redfield looks like he's going to be a villain in this one, which people oh, seemed excited that. about. I've seen people tweeting about this. What was the clue? Well, the way he shot that uh, woman. He turned around and shot yeah. someone. Oh, yeah. okay. Shot someone dead. <laughs> so it might have been Seems fine by someone me. he knew was going to be a zombie. Probably. Shot <laughs> sure, sure, sitting mean, there with his arm folded yeah. watching that going, he had his reasons. Yeah, yeah, he's good on him. <laughs> <laughs> he was a bad man. Yeah, so so you play as Ethan. Again, I haven't played Seven, but Ethan is the main character in Seven, correct, James? It's a good name. Yeah. Seven was, yeah, I mean, Seven was great. I don't know if this is like a direct uh, like sequel to that, though, or whether it's going more in the Umbrella uh, way again. Uh, but, but, but you do play as Ethan, don't you? Same person, so. Yeah. There was a there was so. a reference to Umbrella in the trailer, wasn't there? It was like a box yeah. with yeah, the logo. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm a big fan. I actually want to play like Resident Evil Seven, um, even though I'm I'm terrified of it, and I wouldn't do VR. But it did, just seeing that, I was like, oh, well, maybe I will do it. Play Seven. You should play no, Seven. You if you yeah, I mean, you should do Seven. It's no more scary than um, than the other ones in non VR. In VR, it's horrendous, but in in regular, yeah, I wouldn't you know, do. I would never do that. It's fine. Yeah, I'm definitely way more tempted now. Now I'm knowing that this leads on, and this is out 2021, so I've got time to get through seven. Uh, yeah, um, excited for a new Resident Evil. See, and this is first person as well, isn't it? So yep. that they confirm that it? it's okay. remaining first person. Isn't it nice? Like even uh, you know, don't don't play horror games. Isn't it just nice that Resident Evil is back? Like yeah, <laughs> five it's, was kind of shit. Six was really shit. And it just felt like, ah, just leave it now. It's too, it's, you've done too many of them. It's, you know, it's no, no point. And then seven was just like a brilliant reinvention. The remake of two was amazing. And it's just, yeah. And then this looks really interesting again. So good. So it is, the but how long is, before it gets a bit like, oh, oh God, another one? I mean, maybe. <laughs> See, yeah. Oh, I not another one. <laughs> I, I still think that it was four that kind of started to ruin Resident Evil, actually. I know that four is really James, good. And what? everyone, no, no, just to, hear me out. Okay. <laughs> I know, I know. Four is really good, and it is a it is a very good game. But it set it on the like much more of an action route than yeah. it had been before, and yeah, that's no, how that's you end up with Resident Evil Five and Resident Evil Six <laughs> um, because of that. Whereas it's yeah. been nice that they've kind of gone back to the original what I felt Resident Evil was. You know, it's a horror game. Yeah, because well, like, Six just had this full on identity crisis, didn't it? And then it was like certain characters you played as it was just a third person shooter, and then others tried to be more. Classic Resi, whereas, yeah, then 7 just went, no, fuck off, this is what it is now. Yeah. Deal with it. And, yeah, and it worked. 
I'm talking about bug snacks. What was next? Uh, then we got, uh, is it Pragmata or Pragmata? Oh, I don't what know. Yeah, was this? I mean, this, this was the Hideo Kojima game that wasn't a Hideo <laughs> yeah. Kojima game, wasn't it? <laughs> so this, right, is, this is Capcom. Chill out. It's supposed to be coming 2022. Um, but yeah, it's... This looks what fucking great. I mean, we don't, <laughs> don't know, know anything, do we? It was a cool cutscene, but yeah, it was it was very entertaining, if nothing else. Yeah, smashing through the ceiling, like Truman Show, and then straight onto the moon. <laughs> How was she breathing? Who knows? <laughs> Who cares? If if this had Hideo Kojima's name on the end of it, people would be going nuts. Oh, God, yeah. Nuts. 100%. Like, Put a bit of David Bowie on it, you'd be laughing. <laughs> um, but yeah, no. It, yeah. What if Hideo Kojima just like say that was his game? It, the trailer was exactly the same. His name come at the end, but it had the bug snacks all <laughs> over the top of it. Do you think, do you think Kojima saw that trailer and was tempted to just phone him up and just say twenty thousand dollars, and I'll I'll put my name on it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 definitely. Um, but yeah, I mean, we're we're talking twenty twenty two here. Yep. Jesus. Yeah. Long, long way away, yeah. long way away. So, uh, fine. And they ended with James. What did they end with? Uh, with Horizon Forbidden West. Okay. Uh, when did this? I, I mean, did they put a date on this? No, I can't remember. There's still no release date on this. Yeah. So they don't know whether. I think this. They're probably aiming for launch, right? Oh, I doubt it. I'd be I very surprised if this comes to 2020. If that was the case, yeah, surely. they would have. They would have announced it as yeah. 2020, wouldn't they? But I mean, it, it would be uh, like a killer, like launch game to like have. And yeah, of course. That's yeah. why I just can't see them it happening because they. Yeah, they I mean, would've... it looks one. It looks wonderful. I mean, you again, if you watch these in 4K, um, it yeah, really does make make a massive difference. It looks incredible, but I do, I'm really surprised that um, this game is like shot up to be a massive. Sort of pillar in Sony's um, Arsenal. Why? I mean, it sold really well. And it sold really well. Yeah, but it's like reviewed that really was well. The, the first, the first game. But we, you know, it we we gave. <laughs> all right, between us, we gave it a, a pretty lukewarm reception when that game came out. If I remember correctly, mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, what, and, think, was but, I off the show then? Can't remember. Uh, I think you didn't want to play it because Breath, Breath of the, the Wild would yeah, yeah. come out. I can't remember if you played that game. That, but that was the big problem. It's because it came out at almost exactly the same sort of time as Breath of the Wild, and everyone was just playing that instead. That's why. I mean, mm. I, what I'm saying is that I really, really liked it, um, uh, and I'm definitely interested in the sequel. But I, I yeah, I, there seems to be like all of a sudden this massive like Horizon Zero Dawn was amazing, <laughs> and this one, um, and I was like, okay, right, it's fine. I, I, I just. Guess I was surprised that it was it had the reach and yeah. uh, excitement that it that it did really. I mean, I'm not talking about on release of this trailer. I mean, building up to it, mm-hmm. everyone expected this game to be the big uh, showpiece, um, and it's exciting that it is. Uh, and certainly, what they've done with the environment, because there's always that risk that they were going to do a very similar looking game to the last one, but it looks like things have moved on now and nature's started to return and that makes a huge difference to the world if you uh if you remember that first game that's that's going to make a big difference to things yeah so uh and the plot looks interesting as well if if i'm right nature's returned but so is disease yeah has returned in a big okay. way and it's affecting everything um so yeah it, it looks like maybe not you know, uh, maybe the uh robot enemies are not going to be like such a huge focus on fighting those things this time around. And See, I'm, I'm quite there's, hopeful there's of this with the story it. and stuff because the story for Zero Dawn was like one of the 
the good things about that game. It, they did a really mm. good job with that, with the story in that. So I'm I'm hopeful for this that it's going to be something interesting. Cool. I All found right. it interesting. It wasn't Horizon Zero Dawn two. It was just Horizon Forbidden yeah. West, and I was they like, okay, if you... it's a full sequel." No, no, no. You, I looked no, at yeah, it. Oh, no, the first one isn't Horizon colon Zero Dawn. It's just Horizon Zero Dawn. Well, they they couldn't call it that because it's because of the first game. Like it's because of what happens okay. in the first game. It's it makes sense they're calling it something different. Okay, okay. They, right. they did a, they did an Xbox. It's Horizon Series X. <laughs> it's just Horizon. Uh, it's, they've got full full Xbox. So so the series is now called Horizon. Yeah. And then yeah, so there will be other Horizons. Because yeah, I was saying it during the live talks, I was like, hey, it, it doesn't have a two on it. And then like everyone said, no, it does. There's a two in the icon, but it's not called Horizon Two Forbidden West. It's just Horizon Forbidden West. But there is like a, <clears throat> there's two lines. Well, I yeah, I mean Resident Evil Village, I guess is. Is the other thing, isn't it? It's that yeah. that had a seven in the village, so, <laughs> so I guess that works. Had a seven in the village, yeah. <laughs> it's only had a seven in the village. Um, they've got to come up with a bunch of um, titles for Resident Evil that have an X at the start soon. So <laughs> that's going to be a problem for a minute. <laughs> Go over and get XX. <laughs> it's going to be a problem for him. Uh, right? Should we get to the main thing? Okay. <laughs> so then we had. Then we had. The thing that I I throughout the whole thing they've been kind of teasing this, haven't they? That there was going to be like well, some I, sort of hardware really. reveal. I mean, because when you compare the the actual hardware trailer, it didn't reflect much of what was going on in between, did it? Because the other one, the the, the the sort of idents in between were very much like blocky square things emerging, and then we had this Lots weird blue. bead dance. Yeah. I think is the only <laughs> way that I could describe it. Um. Uh, for the trailer of the reveal of the hardware. I mean, go to YouTube, skim to that bit on our YouTube video and watch our live reactions. What's amazing about it is that I was a few seconds ahead of everyone else, then Matt was, then James caught up, and then Sean was the last (laughs) to see it, which was what people were watching on our stream. And I mean, we all pretty much agree that the design is fucking awful, (laughs) right? Yeah, so... It comes in two configurations. There's PS5 and PS5 Digital Edition. The digital one obviously doesn't have the like the HD Blu-ray drive or whatever. There's no price or release date yet. And they also showed like a PS5 camera, headset, charging station for the controllers and a media ro- remote and stuff. But yeah, it looks dreadful. Yeah. Let's be honest. Okay, right. Let's. Can I just get a few caveats out there before we go into this, right? Ultimately, what the, book's lo- the, what the box like it doesn't what matter, the does box it? looks like does not matter. It doesn't matter if it, if they've made it so that it runs quietly and it's powerful. That's all I care mm. about. But we are seeing the console for the first time. We are going to pass judgment <laughs> on whether we think it looks good or not. It looks fucking awful, <laughs> awful. And and you know and yeah and and like to be clear, obviously, you know, months ago when people were getting excited about seeing the box for the first time. And I was like, you know, spoilers, guys, it's going to be a fucking black box. What's wrong with you? <laughs> uh, fair, you know, fair enough. You got me. Um, <laughs> like, no one saw this coming. So it is certainly bold, if nothing else. Um, and I, I do appreciate that, but I don't like it. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, well, this is, this is it, Sean. Like, when, when it comes to technology, the, the design that people seem to appreciate and certainly the design that people seem to aim for, companies seem to aim for, Mm. is how can we take all this powerful technology 
and make it as compact as humanly possible, mm. right? You look at phones, you look at, you know, laptops, you look at um, TVs, you look at consoles. They try and make it as compact, solid is the word or whatever. Now, I'm not against a company trying to go against that trend and saying, actually, we've got more space to play with if we allow ourselves to have more space to play with mm-hmm. here and we can do something with it. We can do something different. Um, but I don't think extending flaps of plastic out <laughs> at the end is worthy enough of going against that a little bat is. sort of it's gonna... trend. <laughs> You know what this is, don't you? This is similar to kind of... Okay, bear with me here. The original Xbox One that came out looked dreadful, but was massive, and it was like very... like It felt like... I always felt like they they created it like that to avoid there being any chance of any Red Ring of Death like kind of issues with that console. Like, make it as massive as possible. There'd be no, like, airflow problems or anything like that. Yeah. This feels to me a little bit the same, in the sense that everyone's been criticising them for so long now for, about, like, how loud PlayStations get and everything. This is massive, maybe, because they're trying to do the same thing, of, like, avoiding it, making yeah, any sound. Yeah, I read that. I've read that exact opinion somewhere. Oh, yeah, it was in the WhatsApp group when I put it in there, James. <laughs> was it? Cheers, I mate. I don't remember uh, you saying yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, Let her in the post. Let her in the post. I'll, I'll find it for you. That's absolutely shocking behaviour from you there, James. But fine, nicking my idea. Nicking my commentary. Um, I, <laughs> I, 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 I think that that could be the case. I certainly do think that there was overheating issues in the PS4 and the PS4 Pro. Um, so I think they had to make it big, but that, you know, it's made even bigger by extending plastic out for literally no reason. That's a design choice. That's a visual choice. And I think it's a bad one. The way they've integrated the the disk drive into it is just unbelievably bad. It looks like an afterthought, doesn't it? Like they've just like, oh, we've got to stick one of those in. It really looks like they've... Yeah, it looks like they've shoved it in and then just pasted over the top of it, like with some plaster or something. It's absolutely bizarre. And uh, as you say, if you're going for a unique look, it needs to be a completely unique look. 99% of people that look at that console think, that's a router. And yes, American (laughs) listeners, we call it a router. Sorry about that. And call a router. I don't laugh at us. We're just different. All right. <laughs> we're we're, we're also all correct. mates here. <laughs> um, <laughs> there's a Mario. Um, it's just, I look, as I say, it's not important. You know, that's not what you buy a console for and how it looks. Um, and, you know, there's a lot of people saying, well, they need to make it big to deal with the heating issues. You need to look at the one, the the One X. The One X is silent and it is so beautifully compact. No, but Dave, you so, can't compare like, it them. It looks lovely. You can't compare them though because they're not. Go they're on. not. They're not the same though, are they? It's like. Well, no, of course they're not. In the terms of like what whatever power they've got, either they're not the same at all. So you can't. Okay, but then can you say you compare the PS5 and the the um, Series X? Yes, you can. But then we don't know. So the, but we don't know how the, the Series, Series X, X is performs. half the size. But we don't know how that performs yet, do we? Maybe that's going to have red ring problems. Like we we have no idea. No, yet. Uh, no. But we do know that the the um the the One X has a special cooling system, right? It's it's like a bespoke complete. It's not just like fans and. Do you mean Series uh, X? Uh, no, no, the One X. The One X has that big metal. That's why it's so fucking heavy, right? It's got know. that special cooling system. Yeah, I, I, I mean, look it up. I'm, I'm pretty sure it's got this weird. 
big metal heavy cooling system that sits over the processor of the of the One X, and that's why it can be so small. Um, but again, but they're I, not you know, they're not comparable though. You, no, no, no. You're absolutely right. But what I'm saying is that when you look at the Series X, look, if if you, I mean, there's been a lot of scaling up um, uh, of, of of the machine. Uh, based on the 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 disk drive and the USB ports on it, and comparably speaking, it looks fucking humongous, like bigger than the PS3, bigger than the original Xbox One, uh, you know that big. Um, although it is also important to note that we have not seen the PS5 officially yet. This was a 3D render, right? Mm. So I mean. It, <sighs> It might be one of those devices that once you see it in the flesh, it actually looks way better. We've always, <clears throat> you know, that's always the case with 3D renders. They can look artificial enough to just really just look odd and make things look worse. Don't think that's going to be the case, but <laughs> but I mean, uh, that's that's possible. Um, but but when you compare it, if you were to compare it, and those scales were correct, James, mm. when you do compare it to the Series X, you're thinking. How can it if if there was a few inches difference, you go, okay, right, I get it. But it looks like half the fucking size. You know what I mean? So I mean my problem is like if it is that big, and you know, all right, we don't know for certain, but if it is, I look like the shelves I've got, I sincerely don't know where I'd put it. Like I've I have got no room for it. There isn't a shelf where it would fit at the moment. I would have to make room for it somehow. And that's you get the foundations put in. That's true, and you can uh, tell me exactly <laughs> what measurement. <laughs> it's a shame. Mm. It's I. I think. I think. Right. The the biggest problem about the design, um, because I think if you ignore the fact that okay, you don't like the look of it, I think ultimately by the time Christmas comes around, you'll be used to it, yeah. and it ain't going to be a big deal. I think it'll always be a running joke. It'll be a butt of a lot of mm. jokes, even when the machine's out. Um, but I think ultimately it's not too damaging um, once the machine is out there and by the time it's it's being released. I think the biggest damage it's done is that looking back over the games that Sony has shown, they'd shown some really good stuff. They'd shown a variety of stuff mm. and there was a lot of games there to be interested <laughs> in, if not excited about, very interested in. And this design <laughs> has completely overshadowed, certainly in... <laughs> The places I've looked, yeah. but that's the um, thing because it's completely it depends, overshadowed that it stuff. It depends on who you read and like who you listen to and stuff. Because most of the podcasts and stuff I've listened to with this, people don't seem that bothered to be honest. Like, it's not. Well, I don't know. Most of the ones I've listened to have taken the piss out of it for about twenty minutes. So, um, yeah, no, I mean, I mean, ultimately on websites and stuff, that seems to be the story that that people are focusing on. Um, I mean, even on the BBC website the next day. The story, the the PS5 was on the front page. You click on the article, and it's all about what gamers thought of the looks. Mm-hmm. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? It wasn't talking about the games it was producing. You know, um, which is, yeah, it's it's a bit of a shame, really. I mean, it's still but, people talking about it, but as you say, when it just overshadows ninety percent of the rest of the presentation. Well, the positive yeah. stuff that comes yeah, out yeah, of that yeah, presentation. Because yeah. the the other thing we, that we haven't really spoken about yet is that fucking hell, Sony have improved the way they present these things. Like <laughs> uh, it, that presentation yeah. throughout the whole thing was. Brilliant. It made the Microsoft yeah, one the other week look very shit, didn't it? In comparison, I mean, not in terms yeah, of the again, content, but just like I say, the way it was, the way it was presented and the the interviews with with devs and, and publishers and stuff was all really slick and really professional. 
I guess they had more time to plan for that stuff, whereas Microsoft were like, oh, shit, who's got, who's well, got a webcam? Again, Microsoft, Microsoft One was an inside Xbox thing. I yeah. don't think that's, uh, you know, it will be interesting to see how they present their thing next yeah. month. I think it will be wildly different. Yeah. Um, but but what I'll say is that when you compare it to other times that Sony have tried to do these sort of things, they've, they've never really found a place with it. Um, and I, th- I I felt that this was different enough from a say a Nintendo Direct um, to be feel uniquely Sony mm. and I think it was just perfectly paced they showed enough gameplay they showed enough trailers they had nice little segments with the developers talking I thought I thought it was really really well mm. done but fuck me does that box look weird <laughs> 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 I think yeah, you I mean, haven't really said much oh okay no go, go on, James no because what the only the other thing I wanted to talk about with this is the fact that they didn't they didn't announce a price for this obviously um but there are like two versions of it which means that they are going to come in at two different prices my question about this is is who is going to win our bet matt if if like the digital one comes in lower than the series x but then the regular ps5 comes out more expensive than the um nah, series you're trying x. to jump the gun mate who's trying to jump who, the who gun wins? Yeah, there's, still a of, there's still a lot to play for there's still I mean, you've got to compare if, like for what like, if Microsoft? Yeah, well, no, hold on. What if Microsoft bring out two SKUs next uh, week? Fuck. There you yeah. go. Yeah. What are you going to do? We what need if, to wait until closer like to launch. <laughs> we need to wait until closer to launch. Because yeah. um, before we go into the, the two SKUs and we'll get there, Matt, so yeah, you've been quiet about the look of it and this whole reveal section. Yeah. Um, what were your thoughts? So I was obviously incredibly excited for the whole presentation for them to show the box. And I went from like, are they going to show it? I think they will. I think they won't. Um, and then when we saw the eye dance, I'm like, hound, is this a clue? Is it going to be like a blue console? And I certainly didn't expect it would look like a router. Um, I mean, I, I loved the pad. I thought the pad looked class and mm-hmm. I liked how, how different it looked. And, and I think even we said at the time, like, well, this is surely a big clue to how the console's going to look. Um, but as much as I love the pad and as much as I really admire that it's not just another black box, um, I just don't like the design at all. Um, and I'm, I will get used to it. And I'm st- obviously it's still incredibly excited to, to get one, to see it and so on and so forth. And I'm sure in the flesh it will look better. And after a while, you just won't notice it anymore. Mm-hmm. But I'm, I'm just I'm just not a fan of the design at all, really. I think it feels... Neat, like yeah, the, the 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 white sort of flat bits feel needless. I mean, I'm sure they're all built for better ventilation and quieter fans and this that, and the other. Um, the I'm flaps. sure it's not just. Huh? You think that's part of it? I I think I think although it looks silly to us, I'm sure they've done that not just for like a bit of a design flourish, but because for whatever reason that moved the airflow around better. Obviously, everyone says that the PS4 is ridiculously loud. You can see like the fans on either side of that black central area of the console. So I would assume it's an airflow thing. Um yeah, I'm I'm I don't like the design, but I I, I I'm really happy that it's not just another black box. It's like it's good. Yeah, I like that, but I don't like the design itself. See I uh, I, I wish uh, that, that they that was the other thing we haven't really spoken about. Anyone concerned by the amount of lighting that's around the front of that machine? <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's going to be like the Wii again, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, just See, lighting this is up why the front room. I wish that there was like an all black version as well because I mean, if you've seen, everyone's obviously seen the mock-ups of those. Yeah, but even they, it still I mean, doesn't look. It's, <laughs> that looks. Shit. It, it still <laughs> doesn't look great. great. Like even in all black, it still doesn't look great. But at least it's not as kind of egregiously bright as the the white is. It's yeah. it's not so good. It's not going to stand yeah. out as much in the living room. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, okay. Let's talk about the two skews because that th- that was the thing. I I didn't I didn't anticipate them doing two skews. Obviously, we've talked I, about. I really didn't. I thought they'd be the last to do this. Mm. Out yeah, we've room, talked about Series honest. X and the, the Series S slash Lockhart rumors of their like cheaper streaming, potentially digital slash streaming box. I didn't anticipate it for this at all. So that was like a huge surprise when when like the. Uh, we had like on the video you showed one of them and then it panned out and you saw the second one. I was like, why is there two? And it's like that one hasn't got a disc drive. Uh, so that was a real, really big shock. And I mean, it makes sense, though, good. doesn't it? Like you know, we've been talking yeah. about the fact that we're on this this precipice of maybe um, people going fully digital, maybe not this gen, but maybe the next one. But so yeah, just give people the choice. I personally, it, it makes would, sense. Would consider if, the digital and, one. Yeah, it makes sense, and it was also. Um, Actually, it's uh, actually quite promising that Sony are going to do a lot with PS Now and mm. their digital output. I think it's it that's the one thing that I take from that because if they weren't bringing that, PS Now might have been something again that steadily chugs along in the background. They've got you know, um, was it a mi- two million subscribers yeah, or one point five million subscribers, something like that. Um, maybe it's something that you know they'll they'll just happily have in the background. But I think if you're releasing a digital console, you've really got to push that service. Um, and hopefully they'll put a lot more effort in. Not necessarily the service, as as we've said, it seems like there's a lot of really good content on there. But actually promoting it and making it um, uh, something a little bit more worthwhile uh, for Sony uh, Sony subscribers. You know, I think. Um, there's a lot of people that are saying, "Oh, yeah, that looks way better." The digital version it still doesn't make it look good. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, well, yes, it does look way better without the disc drive just slapped Bulging on the side. But yeah. come on. Um, but no, I, 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 I'm really interested to see how these are priced. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're already laying down the uh, groundwork, aren't they, Sony? <laughs> yeah, this is the what worrying was the quote, thing. Isn't James, it? Uh, yeah, so like Jim Ryan, the CEO, has been like saying that they're emphasising value as opposed to price yeah. and that's that's very worrying when people say that because that probably means about 600 pounds mm-hmm. like if that's what they're going for but it's worth it, it. Is very yeah. worrying is it <laughs> <laughs> yeah but on um, the other hand it seems that um i mean this this do we go with the story about the analyst who reckons it's going to do really well oh yeah go on because he i mean this okay so this is ampere analysts research director for games piers harding rolls and he's released a report, like sizing up where he thinks the console market is going to go, and he's he. Could you possibly pre- like predict mm. that? What do you mean? You just you can predict it, but can't you based on like previous trends and also you know who's bolting already and that kind of thing? You can't, Dave. You can't just say you can't predict anything ever. So there's no point in ever predicting anything. That's nonsense. Well, I never said that. <laughs> I said how could you possibly predict that? Like, I'm interested to see what factors, because we know so little about these machines, including price, yeah. that trying to predict that at, that, at this stage Well, exactly. You can't, you, can't, you can't obviously make 
very, very accurate predictions, but you can still make it based oh, look, on previous generations. The, that, that, <laughs> okay. him down. that was the point I was making, James. Yeah. So go on. No, no, it's because any time I ever bring any predictions in, you always kick off with that, like, how could anyone ever know anything? It's just like, you always do that Sean, every time. Sean, can you be the judge here? What what happened there? Honestly, I'm not entirely sure. I feel like... Uh, <laughs> whatever, whatever. Like James did go eventually on. agree with you, but he's still <laughs> insisting he isn't. Go on, James. Sorry, what's, what's the story? <laughs> so anyway, he's expressed scepticism about the growth um, of the consoles because he says that like, if you look at lifetime sales, like combined sales of like Sony and Microsoft's consoles, they peaked with the original Xbox and the PlayStation 2. And actually, it's been like declining ever since then. If you combine like the numbers sold uh, over the other generations, mm-hmm. and he reckons that there's going to be an, another decline uh, with this generation, it probably won't sell as well as the as the previous ones did. He reckons the PS5 is going to have an installed base of around 66 million by the end of 2024, with the Xbox Series X getting about 37 million. But he thinks that the the diff- the big difference this time though will be that. From the beginning, like from the launch period, um, from the beginning, yeah, <laughs> yeah, okay. Bug snacks. He reckons that um, the <laughs> about bug snacks. He reckons that actually the the PS5 and the Xbox One are going to be a lot closer at launch. Like he reckons that PS5 will do like around four point six million units and three point three uh, for Xbox Series X, and yeah, he reckons they're going to hit a price point of around four hundred fifty to five hundred dollars. Uh, but I mean, the main the main reason that he still thinks that Sony's gonna like um, will overall probably sell more than Microsoft will is he, he calls this um, he says it's the uh, PS5 exclusives, but also this global brand allegiance uh, that there is to PlayStation. I mean, if you look at the number of people that watched that video, it was kind of crazy. It was like mm. seven million people watching it live, and it's now also like the most watched uh, video like on PlayStation's um, like YouTube channel like that they've ever put out. It's there is interest there. Oh god, yeah. There's there's a hell of a lot of interest. I must there. say, I, I did not declining know though. I mean, like the thing about the decline in sales after each generation from. Yeah, <laughs> that, that doesn't make sense. Um, yeah, I thought that was that it's was true. Really it's, um, yeah, I mean, he's got the numbers. Well, no, because like PS2 sold loads, PS3 sold less, PS4 sold loads again. Mm-hmm. What do you mean? So no, so well, the, the combined is- sales of the of Sony and Microsoft consoles have consistently declined. Yeah. Every, every generation. So I can give you the numbers because yeah. so the original Xbox and PlayStation 2 sold 179 million units combined. The PlayStation 3 and Xbox 360 uh, sold uh, 171 million combined, and the PS4 and the Xbox One have sold 157 million uh, combined. Well, See, that to me is a huge surprise because. Yeah, I I wasn't aware of that either. But the, that's pretty crazy. The only thing that I think is a bit weird about this, though, is he's like he's saying that this this shows that overall like console ownership is declining. Like it's yeah. slowly declining, but it's declining. Mm. But he's completely ignoring like Nintendo here, and like yeah, you know, this, well, this yeah, yeah, and plus and a, obviously thing, yeah, like mobile games are a thing. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. So I guess that that's that also sort of explains some of the decline because there's. There'll be a whole sort of more casual market who may have eventually picked up a console who now probably don't need to bother because they've got a phone or an iPad or, or whatever. Also, I'd love to know at this point in the generation how, like, just before the um, PS4 and the uh, Xbox One come out, how much were the 360 and PS3s going for? Because mm. 
I mean, it, they're really still not cheap, are they? These two no. consoles. I'm sure that like an S, an S is what two fifty. Yeah, I'm sure that the Xbox 360 was like not maybe not sub one hundred pounds, but it was very close to that. Like towards yeah, the it was very low. Yeah, yeah. I think that makes a huge difference at the tail end of a, a generation because you know a lot more people like it, they're more likely to go what a hundred quid for that Xbox that everyone's got, yeah, or the PlayStation that everyone's got. I've I'll get that to play FIFA and this COD game. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's um and then people buy multiple machines for households and stuff like that, or replace yeah, like, yeah, when DVD they go players. That, <laughs> yeah, when they go that low, um, you know, people replace the slightly dodgy ones that they've yeah. got now. You know, yeah, yeah. it's um so I think that that might have a factor to do with it. Who knows? But uh, yeah, I mean. I I I I'm expecting this to be like one of the worst launch periods <laughs> for new consoles of all time. I mean, yeah, it's because, a bad time, isn't it, to launch an expensive uh, cons- consumer electronics product? Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, the prices of these launch machines are going to be higher than they normally are in a global recession. Yeah, it's not gonna. I don't think it's going to fly off the shelves initially. No. But yeah, but them doing two SKUs is is fascinating because obviously, I mean, nothing's been confirmed, but everyone anticipates. The PS5 to be, you know, 500, certainly high 400s, potentially even as much as 600. As, uh, as a lot of the rumors and discussion is, uh, but th- with this now, this this different skew, like they they obviously have a lower price point to combat potentially anything the Microsoft might do in terms of a lower price console. But I mean, I, and I know we've discussed it in the WhatsApp and seen as a discussion online. But if you think, okay, if they're moving just disk drive, how much does that cost? How much is the difference really going to be? Mm. But it has I, to be that's sizable. That's not a reflection of value, though, is it? Because no, but it has to be sizable to others. Others, what's the point? Yeah. Yes, yes. Um, and I think that they, I'm not 100% sure they will, Matt, but I do think they have the potential to make that a sizable difference because they're not just saving money on the disk drive by removing it they're also pushing people towards the PSN store that's true yeah, yeah. They, which they, mean, they take a cut cutting from. you off from buying second hand stuff yeah. So, yeah second hand stuff and also from other retailers that take a yeah. cut of that yeah, yeah. money um, they are the retailer they are getting the money for that would normally go to the retailer as well by pushing you to the PSN store so yeah I mean um, like the Xbox uh, all digital Xbox One S uh, all digital edition was 100 quid there's a hundred quid difference between that and like the other okay. one. Okay, was it? I don't. I, do you there? think it'd be well, when it first came out? I believe so. Because uh, I thought it wasn't much different, and that's why everyone was yeah, like, "What's I didn't the think point it was much in buying either. this?" So oh, it's right, like I've, fifty I've, quid. After check, well, uh, after check, but I, 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 I think I heard on another podcast there's a quite, quite a big difference. But surely it has to be like fifty quid plus, like closest. I mean. I've always, do you think, well, I might as well spend extra money in the odds, get a discount, sell a discount. Definitely, yeah. I think, see, I think it's got to be more than 50 quid. I, oh, yeah, yeah, I'd say it's got to be I, like I think about 75 or 100, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you're you're cutting yourself off to, yeah, swap, swapping games, for example. Mm. Or trading them in, or, um, yeah. Which is something that they so proudly <laughs> yeah. shouted about at the launch of the PS4. Mm. Uh, yeah, I, so I reckon it'll be an 80 quid difference. It'll be like 429 and then 499 or something. But, uh, yeah, this right, we'll makes see. whatever Microsoft are going to do very interesting. I mean, and I didn't, I didn't anticipate it at all. So, I mean, Matt, you're, you're, I'm, I'm still interested in this at this stage. How, how are you feeling about? Are you, you still interested as well? Obviously, yeah, Matt. Interested what in the console? Yeah. Oh, yeah, obviously, yeah. In like yeah, buying absolutely. one when it, when it launches. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, Dave, I'm assuming you're, you're not. You, you're not interested, really. <laughs> not, not a launch. No, this would, be, this would be a machine. I think that I'll. Um, I mean, I mean, 
I might not end up with either machine this year, to mm-hmm. be quite honest mm-hmm. with you. Um, I blame you, especially but, since you've already got think, the One X. Like, well, yeah, but this is it, isn't it? Um, but but the uh, the PS5 is the sort of machine I think I, I like the what you did, James. Basically, left it a couple of years, get it, and then you've got all those great exclusives to just go through. Yeah. At that time, because you know the the exclusive games that they've got don't feel like a you day one, not essential that you play them day yeah, one. Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. It's like I mean, do you know what I mean? I've played so many of those PS4 games that were exclusives that I've bought for pennies. Like now, like they've cost virtually <laughs> exactly, nothing, yeah. and they've been great. And but if I'd have paid, like for example, like the Order 1886, if I'd have paid full price for that. I'd have been furious, probably. Whereas it was, it cost virtually nothing, and it was great. That's right. But but for me, if Halo comes out and it's a banger, not necessarily will be, but say it is a banger, that's a game that you want to be there day one because. But you will that's be the anyway. Multiplayer stuff. But you will be anyway on One X. So yeah, on the One X. Yeah. Well, exactly. Yeah. So I might not end up with either of these consoles. I'll, I'll probably upgrade to a Series X because you know I can sell my One X and that'll take a that's chunk true. of the money off yeah. of it. But. Um, but the PlayStation, I yeah, I'm, unfortunately because so many of my mates play on Xbox, that was that's probably the way I'm going to go. Um, I'll probably end up with a PlayStation. Hopefully, they come out with a revised version of it <laughs> um, within t- a couple of years. Uh, so yeah, I mean, so I'll Matt, probably go with that. Which like, which one would you want to go for? Would you want to go for the the one with the drive or the one without? Is the price? I don't know because my initial reaction will always be I'll get one with drive because you know when I if you know when I buy games I can sell them and that's the thing I've always done. But like I I get a lot less I I I rarely get physical games really these days. Um, so I don't know. I mean I I have to see what the price difference is. I mean I think the digital one definitely looks better. So it's got that going mm. for it. I'm I dare say it'll be cheaper as well. But then, yeah, you. I, I was thinking, when was the digital? last time I actually bought a disc game for my PlayStation, well, and yeah. then remembered, well, actually, this week. All right. <laughs> um, so, you know, I, I, you know, I bought a physical copy of The Last of Us mm. because I know that I'm going to hammer that in a couple of weeks and then just sell it on, make some of the money yeah. back. You know? yeah. yeah, I bought physical. I bought Final Fantasy VII physical. Uh, so I, I'm still doing it, but. It's it's less it's less you know it's it's getting less and less you know every year and like in you know five years will I be like well I wish I'd got the other one if if most things could be digital I don't know at this point I don't know if the price is really gonna make a huge difference to me yeah I don't know I'm I'm still still thinking about it really it's interesting well how about you James Will you go digital. Uh, me no, I probably would it depending on I would say I wouldn't even say depending on the price difference because I just think. I prefer to have the flexibility of being able to buy discs as well because you usually can get them like significantly cheaper, and then you can also. What is it? What if it's hundred quid though? <laughs> uh, yeah, but then you think think how many games you'd have to buy to like to make up that difference. Do you see what I mean? Of like savings that you'd make because if games come out on PSN, they usually launch at around like sixty quid, don't they? Mm. And then so yeah. whereas you can usually buy them from like a independent retailer or whatever for about you know. I don't know, let's say forty, like forty-five quid or whatever. That's quite a big difference. Like even if you do that for a couple of games, you've already made up that difference. Do you see what I mean? Well, yeah, and because the, the yeah, other piece of the puzzle is whenever there's a new generation, they do take the piss on game prices for a little bit. Yes, definitely, yeah. <laughs> so sixty-five quid day one, or like, or seventy. Yeah, yeah. So that could be a factor as well. I mean, personally, yeah, I would really consider the digital one because I I hardly ever buy. I mean, I mean the last disc game i got for the ps4 was jedi fallen order before that i can't even remember 
Um, so, but I mean, that's that's me. Um, that's yeah, what's I, I fucking mad, so isn't often, it? And it, it's just, it's but it, it's annoying having physical for the rare times I do. So mm. I, I've been playing obviously tons of Animal Crossing. I've had that on cartridge, yeah. and it doesn't matter because I didn't have I didn't have to put anything else in. And I, I borrowed um, Luigi's Mansion, and I'm I know it's like stupid thing, but I'm like, oh fuck, say like where the cartridge upstairs? I'm down and I was playing Animal Crossing. Like it just like. Just that one example. It's mad how thinking, the difference that digital, makes, isn't it? I think, it? I think that's more so with the Switch because the cartridges are so tiny. Yeah. You know, you know, like obviously you, you know, your PS4 or whatever is always on a shelf. There's probably a shelf near it with all your game boxes on it. Yeah. But yeah, with the, with the Switch especially, like whatever game is in the Switch will get played a lot, and the games that aren't in it, I can forget about for months. So same with like yeah, Luigi's Mansion. I'm the same. Like because. Um, I think I've got a uh, Ring Fit Adventure in the Switch at the moment because I know if I take that out, I will never play it again. It's never going <laughs> back in. Um, but yeah, as as a result, I've just not touched Luigi's Mansion, which, which is just insane. Yeah. It's just taking a fucking cartridge out. And, also, but, so that was one of the best games where you play now. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's yeah, it's nuts. It I can't, I can't. I, the 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 decision you got to make over that is just. You've really got to think about it, as you say, because if you make the wrong one, you've Fuck. cut yourself off <laughs> within a hole. Yeah, I think ultimately, yeah. get if, if, if you get another one, just they started selling separate disc drives that you can just like plug into the <laughs> USB. And I'll just plug in my. Uh, <laughs> I saw somebody say that. Xbox Three Sixty, yeah. it'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, I saw somebody say that. Someone was like, "Oh, can you can you do you reckon you can plug in like a oh, you know a um, Blu-ray drive?" And it's like, probably not. I <laughs> can you plug in a Blu-ray drive? Yeah. Well, I'll tell you this, Sean. It was an interesting point you made about um, Sony. You know, they, uh, their launch games potentially going to be sixty, seventy mm. quid. Um, Microsoft's exclusive launch games are going to be on Game Pass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, this because this is so another weird. trick they've missed, right? Is like, what if half of these games were like, oh, by the way, this will be on PS now. Yeah. It doesn't have to be all of them, but if it was a few heavy hitters, that'd be huge. Yeah, they need to do something or like even, that. Or even, even just within when a, we were talking a, about. Sorry, Dave. Sorry, because when we were talking about that, this was going to be a really expensive console. Then you're adding the games on top mm-hmm. of that at inflated prices. You know, you're going to really be pushing it high. Whereas if you're buying a Series X, you've you've got your game collection. And all right, you're, the, the biggest problem with the Series X is that when I, if I say I bought it this year, I'm not really going to feel like I've got a new console. Yeah. Like that's the that's the sad side of it because you boot it up, you know what it looks like, you know the UI. That's not changing. It's just going to feel, you know, that the games look a little bit better, I guess. Um, whereas if I was to get a PS5, it'll feel like that new console experience, mm. and that's yeah, really a game cool. You can only get on that. You can't get. Yeah, on exactly, PS4, so. exactly. But when you factor in the games that you're buying, you, you, the fucking amount of money you're going to spend on a PS5 overnight. Imagine what another pad's going to cost. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. I mean, imagine if they did, if what they did was they put a lot of these, you know, some of these games on, like some of their first party stuff on PlayStation now, just for like two or three months or whatever at the start of yeah. the. Um... That'd be insane, James. I wouldn't do that. Gonna, you're gonna, you're no, you just, you're not you just, just shut down. Dead. And, no, I thought, I thought someone else was going to say something. It was so. No, <laughs> Can you imagine me. that? Imagine you—you've you, gone out 
that day. The the console's 500 quid. You've spent 500 quid. You can afford one game. You spent 70 quid on the game. You've you've set it all up. You're thinking, fucking hell, 570 quid. This this has better be good. <laughs> Box snacks will be <laughs> box snacks will be the first game on PlayStation Plus in November. Ah <laughs> uh, yeah. shit. It's fascinating. Right. I mean, obviously not now we're looking forward to like what looking next to the Microsoft um, whatever they mm. showed. This actually gets me more excited for Microsoft show because yeah, the Sony one was so well done, so polished. It was perfect in terms of length. The games were exciting, really good variety. I also wasn't really anticipating there being loads of indie games. Mm. So great variety of both AAA and indie. Uh, really well, really poli- really well polished. Um, yeah. So it's an excellent, excellent showing from them. It really is excited for what they got. It yeah, yeah. really fascinated now to see what Microsoft do, how to combat it, what are they going to show, how much are they going to show, what are they going to say. Uh, yeah, it's uh, all to play for, I think. Mm. I'll tell you yeah, what they are really going to show. There's going to be a lot of world exclusive and stuff like that on their <laughs> ones. Mate, you got to do that more. That's great. <laughs> um, okay, are we done with the PS5? Yeah, I mean, that was the major thing. Uh, I mean, there's been other things this week, haven't there? Mm. I mean, Sean, have you got... Well, did like... you want to go through the... Uh, I mean, we had a few emails about the PS5. Is it worth going through them? Um, I think I think a lot of them we are um, we are we've covered, covered, I think it, we've yeah. covered yeah I mean okay cool yeah I, I guess there's one here from Thomas Lama for forty two who do you think will blink first when it comes to price and pre order announcements for the next gen machines Phil Spencer has always, Phil Spencer's already spoken about a desire to be agile on pricing <laughs> so I wonder if Microsoft will hold out till Sony says something no Sony announce it first yeah. I think they're on the verge of announcing it like, I really do I reckon maybe the next four to eight weeks I reckon it's they're mad all, there's been no pre-orders out. I mean I'll say that I, I pre-ordered both like months ago at shop too so you can technically pre-order these machines at places where you, I, guess, I guess put your name down but it's mad there's been like no you know the Amazon listing hasn't gone live or on you know xbox.com or whatever mm. surely that's happening very soon but yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I've Microsoft will definitely hold off and do it after Sony Absolutely, yeah, yeah, so Sony will announce a PS5 um, sort of more hardware-focused event where they'll go through what the controllers do, the what the system does in terms of this new share button and the UI and stuff like that, and then they'll drop their price. I think Microsoft can wait a little bit longer because we all know what the Series X will look and like and do, mm. um, and they'll. they'll They'll uh, they'll reveal the price in a different way. We've but. got this question as well from Tom Clark. Um, I a few people have asked us asked us this as well. Haven't seen the PS5 machine and launch lineup in more detail. Are you more or less excited than before? About the same. Yeah, about mm. the same. Yeah, I mean, we knew there was going to be great looking games, and we've seen that. Yeah, I can't say there wasn't any like massive megaton surprises to peak my excitement, but uh, yeah, I went. I, yeah, I was saying about the same actually. Okay, hasn't, right. Hasn't We're two out. and a half hours in. <laughs> um, we it's it's ten to midnight. Uh, let's get to the news, James. Yeah, I mean there is there is more things that have happened. I mean, Sean, you've got PC gaming stuff or whatever. Do you want you? do you want a that very want? quick rundown? Right. So this week we've had, so oh, was this really was this meant to be E three week? I've completely forgotten. It is. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. there was yeah there was the PC gaming show which is run by uh, PC Game Magazine. I think a few other people. There was also the Gorilla Collective stuff, which is the new face of the kind of funny. 
um, you know, streams that we had the last couple of years where they showed a lot of indie stuff. And there was also the future games show. So that was like Games Radar and, yeah. and a few other and places. And on Friday, there's EA's EA oh, Play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I think I mean there's probably been more that I, that I've missed, but okay. So I mean I've basically just skimmed all of them because obviously between all of these is about seven hours worth of footage. But um, so yeah, just skimmed them all for some interesting looking stuff. So the PC gaming show, it, uh, I know I normally defend it. It was pretty dry for me this year. Um, so they they had an announcement for Torchlight Three, which if you're into your Diablo style stuff, okay. um, is quite a big deal. Uh, that basically, yeah, that was shown off, and oh, it's now in early access and is available now. So that was quite cool. Um, they showed off a new expansion for Elite Dangerous, um, which is now getting like on like on foot planet stuff. Like previously, it was you were either in your spaceship or you're in a vehicle, but now there's going to be actual getting out on foot. Um, oh, really? that looked really cool uh, they showed a game called Among Trees which is yet another wilderness survival game but it looks fucking beautiful and apparently there's like almost zero peril in it it's just uh, yeah it just looks really nice <laughs> how do you make a survival game without peril I mean, I sorry, I mean there's no like there's nothing trying to kill you I think it's just about just looking after yourself building a nice house in the woods and, and the, you know um, oh right okay yeah uh, they also showed another trailer for The Last Campfire you know the new one from Hello Games um, oh yeah oh yeah 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 sure. that, that looked really yeah, good yeah it still looks really nice um, I mean the PC game show that was pretty much it for me there was a lot of um, you know like horror stuff a lot of fantasy stuff that I wasn't particularly fussed about um gorilla collective was really good though i mean it was split over three days um the the, the first two streams were were like pretty intense they just showed a bunch of stuff uh the first day started uh first day started with a there's like a proper remake of system shock um which i didn't know was happening i know that there's been like a remastered version of the original but this seemed like an actual remake that looked really cool um Wait, who's that being done by uh, i can't remember i think it's the people shock who did has gone from a bunch of different people isn't it like the companies that went out went bust and stuff yeah. making the walking dead um yeah so that i mean that oh, looks really okay. interesting i've never played the system shock games but obviously for those who don't know they're the, they're the precursor to bioshock um mm. so yeah it's interesting but they're horror aren't they oh, sorry they're horror, aren't they? They are horrorish, yeah. Um, which is probably why probably yeah, why I've never played them. They're like pure horror. Yeah. But. Um, they showed a new trailer for X01. I don't know if you guys played this at Rezd a few years ago. It was the one where it was essentially like a 3D Tiny Wings, but you're like some you're like this mad spaceship, and there was all this weird story about like you're in this experimental ship and you're this guy just basically blasting through time and universes and stuff and kind of losing your mind but it's all about yeah you just got this ship and you kind of steer it left and right and you can just make it heavier and lighter so you're sort of using all the sort of curves in the landscape to sort of slide down and then blast up the other side and it it, it was great then and it looks absolutely incredible now it's like looks like really different um so definitely check that out. Yeah, it doesn't ring any bells. It was good. Um, it was really good. Um, what else we got? Oh, so there was a new trailer for Baldur's Gate 3. Um, that is actually looking like it's going to be quite a big deal. I'm quite excited. Um, well, when's that out? Is that out this year? I think it's this year, yeah. Or it's, or it's like early access. But yeah. Um, so yeah, that, I think they've, yeah, they haven't actually given a date, but soonish. Um, there was a, like they started playing a trailer for Disco Elysium. And I was like, oh, fuck, is it? Oh, it's going to be a date for the console versions. Fuck, fuck, fuck. DLC stuff. Uh, now on the Epic Store. That was, that was the oh, reason they, show, we go. they showed that. Um, Lovely. There was a new trailer for Fights in Tight Spaces. Um, I don't know if you guys have come across this. It's like a, 
sort of card based fighting game um where but it's like sort of like so you're a guy having a punch up with a bunch of other people and all your cards are like different moves you can do um and that yeah it looks like really good fun um and then at the end of the the, the first day stream just sort of got given over to paradox the, the publisher and it was all stuff i didn't care about and there was like another hour of paradox stuff and i just wasn't really interested um, what, what stuff have they done in the past what stuff have they published in the past? Paradox, they're, they're really like PC-centric stuff, so like a lot of strategy stuff. Um, I think the, the main game they were showing off was, oh, was it, is, it, is it City of Sin or something? I can't remember. It's like a gangster sim. Um, but okay. yeah, wasn't yeah, I don't basically skip that. Day two, um, oh, they had a, long, a longer trailer for Skate Story. Uh, like, have you guys seen any of this? It's like a skate story. Skate yeah, story. a new skateboarding game, but it looks basically like a skateboarding game crossed with Res, I guess. All looks really like mad and surreal, but has like really interesting control system. Uh, definitely check that out. Looks really cool. Um, there was a game called Metal Hellsinger, which basically looks like Doom, but with rhythm action stuff. Like you get points for doing stuff in time with the music, like shooting enemies and stuff. Um, okay. That, yeah, that looks really interesting. I don't know if you know the, the gimmick will work across an entire game but certainly what they showed um looked really interesting um there was a game called star renegades which just looked like a jrpg but with absolutely stunning pixel art and mechs so i'm in um <laughs> there was a game called calico which if you wanted to make a game that would just instantly murder dave this is it um it's like <laughs> it's the most twee cutesy thing i've ever seen it opens with a girl riding around like a sort of pastel colored forest on a giant cat there's like nice folk music in the background you decorate cakes you're basically running a cafe that is also like an animal shelter um and yeah it just looks like the most unbelievably twee thing i've ever seen um there's a game called Nuts, uh, which appeared to be... It- I mean, this is an incredible list of games that I'm not interested in. Uh, what- <laughs> <laughs> a game, Nuts. Uh, Nuts, uh, which looked a bit Firewatch, but seemed to be uh, like where you're someone whose job it is to like film squirrels, but it actually seems like, quite amusing. Um, what else have I got? Day three, there was, was just one game good? I wanted to point out. <laughs> Go on, yeah. What's what, 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 I mean, what, was there anything massive? No. That was like, no, holy shit. Not. Um, uh, day three there was a game called Say No More but the exclamation mark is after the word no That's relevant. and it's all about yeah. <laughs> speaking, of, speaking of which uh, it's a game about working in an office where your weapon is shouting no at people and look really funny um, and then the future games show was really boring and there wasn't really anything interesting at all God, war boring. Um, apart from uh, that, Nathan right, Drake. Okay. And let, listen, mate, when these games are coming out, and they're like, oh, this looks really good. What a surprise. We haven't heard about this. I'll link you to this episode. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. When I'm going, oh, this game on the Xbox looks absolutely fantastic. Yeah, it came out on PC three years ago. <laughs> what, you mean not? <laughs> no, I mean, say no more. <laughs> oh, guys. Please. <laughs> I mean, is that, that it? Is it? Cool. Uh, James, right, come on, let's let's rattle through the news. Rattle through this. We tons. might have to leave. Let's get rid of the emails, shall we? At the I end sort of, of assumed we were heading that way anyway, but yeah. Okay, good. Yeah, <laughs> fine. Sorry, everyone that emailed him. We'll carry him over to next week. Yeah, because next week's a quiet week. It's just, oh, we lost this team. <laughs> <laughs> Go on. 
Yeah, but we ain't gonna be able to talk about it much That's anyway, true, yeah. are we? Well, Might I mean, not I, even I, turn up on time. I don't mind about it being spoiled, but uh, yeah, I, I've well, got a feeling some of our listeners might though. Just, no, but I mean, <laughs> we can just do a spoiler bot bit. Okay, but, yeah. right, okay. <laughs> James. Okay, so in terms of news, uh, Bungie have revealed the future of Destiny. Uh, this this happened obviously before the PS5 news, but um, yeah, it, this was the big thing for the beginning of the week. Um, there's not going to be a Destiny three, at least not anytime anytime soon. Really surprised. I mean, the, yeah, really, so really the current surprised. roadmap is like into 2022, isn't it? Yeah, and there's yeah. Yeah, no Destiny three there yet. So interesting. Yeah. So they're doing. They're doing like September 2020 this year. They're doing, which is obviously this year. They're doing Beyond Light, uh, which is the first expansion, and then they're going to do in 2021. They're doing The Witch Queen, and then in 2020, no, 2021, The Witch Queen. 2022, they're doing Lightfall. And the argument for this is they've said, I mean, this is what they said. They said Destiny 2 is too large to efficiently update and maintain. The size and complexity of the game are also contributing to more bugs and less innovation. Instead of building a Destiny 3 and leaving Destiny 2 behind, each year we are going to cycle older, less actively played content out of the live game and into what we're calling the Destiny Content Vault. This will allow us to add to and support Destiny 2 for years, including the three new annual expansions we announced today, uh, starting with Beyond Light this fall. So... What's going to happen is there's a bunch of destinations are going to be gone um, pretty soon in September. This includes Mars, Io, Titan, uh, Mercury, and Leviathan, and then they're going to be adding uh, some new stuff. So we got Europa is coming, uh, Cosmodrome, which is coming from the vault. Uh, the tank, it's, it's the Tangled Shore, the Moon, uh, Dreaming City, all, a European Dead Zone, Nessus. That's all still going to be there. So that's that's good, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, they're also saying that the stuff that's been vaulted will come back, like they will bring it back at some point, and Destiny 1 content is going to come uh, to the game. So they're going to bring, uh, like, the Vault Wasn't of Glass. was the Cosmodrome from was, Destiny yeah. 1? I thought it was, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, all right, okay, so a, f- a few questions here. Like, firstly, I mean, this is a great sign to say that actually Destiny 2 is doing way better than we might mm. think, um, because that's the only justification I could ever think to plow on with Destiny 2 rather than risk it by going for a completely yeah, new game. Yeah, it shows right? it, well, suggests that there's just no reason to move on from it yet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, now, uh, I, you know, I, I, I do think that they should have a cutoff point. I do think that they should say, look, if you get the new expansion, um, then all the other expansions are included with it. You're completely up to date. Um, now, you know, Sean, your your point is they're trying to move you away from that older mm. stuff, and I get that. So why not just chuck it in with this, so that you know that when you are buying the next expansion, you are completely up to date with the content for Destiny. Mm. Like that, that just you, I thought they were leading to that with that speech that they did at the start of their stream, saying, "Look, we want to, you know, um, get everyone on the same footing." Um, and that, but then they went off on a bit of a weird direction with that that thought during the during the stream and i was kind of like right okay i'm a little bit more confused now so um one thing that i did learn like you know i have downloaded destiny and i've played it a little bit um uh, during the week uh the one thing that i did learn that actually if i did want to get completely up to date now before this new de- um uh content goes up they were selling the two expansions the two recent expansions mm-hmm. um for like 27 oh, okay quid. So I would be completely up yeah. to date because um, I own the first two expansions, but didn't uh, in, uh, didn't get the next mm-hmm. two. So um, that would 
bring me completely up to date. I mean, I haven't done that, but then um, because I know that I'm not going to be playing it much uh, this week. But but even um, if you did that, that wouldn't be so good because some of that stuff presumably it takes place on places that are going to be disappearing in September yeah, anyway. Yeah, yeah, and and it also <clears> means <throat> that although I've paid that twenty seven quid, I've got to then pay for the next expansion yeah. as well, which is coming out in a few I months. I mean, I think the um, see- sorry, so the, I think the stuff they're taking out. Um, I don't think it relates to any of the last two expansions. I think it's only stuff from the original release. But yeah, I still understand the the anxiety of it. Because like, I'm not trying not to get into what we've been playing territory, but like, so Matt and I were talking a lot about this, and like, you know, what's what's the best way of getting back in now? And we sort of realised, oh, well, you can buy the current season pass, not season pass, not to be confused with expansions. Um, the current season you basically get it for about eight quid eight, eight nine quid but then you could start playing the season stuff and then it'd be like right your next objective is to complete this week's nightfall oh shit this week's nightfall is from one of the previous expansions that you don't own sorry yeah. so <laughs> the way but it see, folds ha- the old stuff back it, in though. could bite you in the arse if you just bought the current stuff but then i guess that you know Part of the reason for this whole vaulting thing is to sort of address that, right? If they can just definitively go, well, that's just not even in the game for the next year, so don't worry about it. That might help. Well, it, but... it, it does. It does explain that, right? Like, it, 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 yeah, I get that, but it also asks more questions. It makes me ask more questions because mm. I'm like, okay, so they're bringing back the dreadnought from the first game, right? What do I need to buy you, to be able to play? Uh, sorry, the Cosmodrome mm. from the first game. What do I need to buy to access that? Yeah. And then if I buy it and it's then switched into the vault and replaced with something, is that going to be replaced with something that I need to make sure that I own as well? Yeah, because they, like, th- they've sort of... Haven't they said that basically the rotation with the vault stuff is going to be like... It's not going to be quick at all. It's going to be like every year, if no. that. Um, yeah, yeah. So yeah, so I don't think there's going to be an issue of like fucking hell. I bought this last week and now you're saying I can't play it. But no, no, no. My my concern is that they switch it out with content from an expansion that I don't. Right? Know. Do you then need to buy the old expansion just to? Yeah, no, I see your point. Yeah, so you'll be constantly chasing. Yeah. Like, um, so, oh no, you haven't bought that one, so buy that one now. No, I haven't bought the next one. Yeah, like it's so frustrating because as a fan. I will just always buy the new stuff and have a great time. But as you say, if you're not if you're exactly. not like hundred yeah, yeah. percent all the way in, it's not clear on what's on the well, back. If you dropped off, if you dropped off like we yeah. have, if you dropped off for a couple for a year yeah. or two, then how do you get back into yeah. it? It's, and what yeah. are the risks involved yeah. in the content? I mean, you're the buying? other thing that doesn't I, help I is did... the the language around the expansions and season passes, and the fact that like, <laughs> yeah, so you're like, oh yeah, so. Coming up soon, we've got this one expansion that's called Beyond Light, and then we've got the Witch Queen, and then we've got Lightfall. It's like, mate, you've just lost everyone. No one knows what any of this means. Don't, you don't have to give them <laughs> yeah, yeah. names. Just say there's going to be a big expansion every year, and then seasons within that. That's it. <laughs> you don't need like no one cares. Like you know, you watch. Even I was watching that, being like, hang on. So what? What's Lightfall? What's the Witch Queen? When? It's just weird. Well, this is, I mean, they're, 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 um, Destiny fans will know what all of this yeah. means, right? And that's mm. cool. And it's cool that they're speaking to those mm. people. I find it bizarre that they're not making more of an effort to try and get the people that dropped off within the first year 
back into the idea of playing Destiny yeah. again. Well, I, th- like, I think they are with that cheaper pack. Like that, that one you mentioned, the twenty-seven pound for both uh, Shadowfall and Forsaken. That's called the upgrade pack. So they're obviously trying to say, well, if you fall, yeah, but off, that, that, that that's this. already out of date within a couple of months. It was September, yeah. So it's yeah. it's like. I, it feels like they need to be clearer with their messaging. If you know, they might not even want to be getting new people into Destiny. I've, I find that very strange. Oh, they must do, sure. But maybe that's yeah. I mean, they definitely yeah. will. That's the look they're going for. I maybe, but it, it feels like they could go. Look, if you've not played Destiny for two years, th- this is what you need to buy to get to get up to date. Yeah. And when when the new expansion comes out, this will be the price of making sure that. There are no, there's no content locked off mm. to you, and um, and yeah, this it is. Should, it should just, just be. It, clear. it should just be. You buy the most recent expansion, and then you've got everything. You've got everything. Yeah, it's. Or, it'd be or even if they if just make way. all the old ones a fiver each or something, I'd, you know, that would be yeah. something. But yeah, it's like you say, like the, yes, they often go on sale, but if you miss that, and you're, you're then expected to pay twenty five quid just for something you might not touch. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's a weird one. It's a weird one, and also uh, uh, the, the season like, pass stuff is really confusing as well yeah. because it's like I've you see I've I've got back into it as well over the weekend, mm-hmm. and I I mean I did this a while ago uh, when I got back to it when uh, what was the one before Shadowfall? I forgot what Shadow it was. Keep. Forsaken. Uh, it was yeah. um, oh. uh, Forsaken. The one before that. Yeah, that's it. When yeah, Forsaken. I I like did that and I caught up with all of that and it was brilliant and everything. Mm-hmm. Then I didn't play it for about a year or whatever, and then and then I started playing uh, this again recently, and. I don't understand what the the season pass is really for. I don't really understand if it's giving me more content or if it's just things like, you know, like extra loot and stuff like that rather than actual missions and things. It is, yeah. So it is new content. It's not so much... No, we're getting... I'm going to get into what we've been playing territory. But yes, it is, it is extra content. Basically. Right. All right, well, I, I mean, I, I, you know, I really hope that, and uh, chances are they will be releasing a version of that game that is everything, you know. Yeah. Um, uh, but I think that's, then, less like, that's less likely now because they want, as Sean said, to get to not to people not to play the old stuff. So if I can see actually with this announcement, they're even less likely to do that. Mm. I just think will- it's, I think it's the perception more than it is the, the thing. Yeah, they want you confusing. to play the old, the uh, they don't want you to play the older content. But saying this is the price to be fully up to date, you've got everything, is mm. that makes a lot of sense to me. But anyway, yeah. we're going over I, I, the I, same I, ground I, again. I've also just like all of us, I downloaded it and played it, and I just bought the pass. The good thing about the pass is that is cross platform, so I bought I bought an Xbox, and that works across all of them. Buy you buy the expansions, and they are platform specific. Yeah, which so is really yeah. frustrating because yeah, we're all coming out this week. I'm like, I lost on the weekend. I said to Sean, I, I, I've I've been playing. I've been loving it. I'm just going to buy expansion. But I thought, actually, you know what? I'll just play the season pass for now, which I'm enjoying. And if I'm and if I'm still want to get back to it after Last of Us, I'll I'll buy them. But um, but one thing though, like why I feel like they have to rename this game. Yeah, like just rename it Destiny. <laughs> yeah, can they just call it Destiny now? Yeah, like it just having like the whole like D D one D two. I get that to separate them, but like loads of D one D one content is coming to D- just call it Destiny. Yeah. Like and. Just like there isn't a World of Warcraft two, like the, the the two just feels weird and it's just unnecessary now, isn't it? I don't me. like. I don't think anyone yeah. really says Destiny two anymore because it's redundant. I really isn't thought it? they were going to rename it in their in that talk. The way they were talking about you know the future and this and that. We're not going to do Destiny three. We I thought if they said like, you know what we're dropping the two, it's just Destiny. That would make total sense, and I wouldn't be surprised. I wonder if it's an incredibly dumb legal thing. 
because of the split with Activision and everything. Maybe. I always loved the, the Destiny brand, mm. but I was like, I was disappointed when they got Destiny Two. I'm like, no, keep keep it anyway. Call it Des. Desert Weave. Desto. 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 The other thing with it, just before we before we end with this, is that they also talked about like what was going to happen with upgrades for next generation and everything. Mm. And basically, the PlayStation Five and the Xbox Series X will both get that like free. Like if you own it on yeah, PS4, cool. Xbox yeah. One, you get that. It's the right decision to make. They're both going to have like 4K, 60 frames per second. So same as PC, I guess. Mm-hmm. And but the best thing is also there's going to be intergenerational crossplay as well. So if you play it on PS5, you can play it with people on PS4, and the same for Series X and Xbox One. But they were also talking about they're hoping to do like all-encompassing cross-play in 2021. So God, if you're playing so. on PS4, you should be able to play with people on Xbox yeah. as well. Fuck, this is... Oh, I mean, that'd be amazing. That's an interesting point. We know that when the Series X comes out, you log on to Series X, you can just jump into a party and the invites and all that sort mm-hmm. of stuff. We don't know anything about that with Sony, do we? All the way back to the Xbox One. We don't know that about Sony yet. That is going to be... Yeah. That's... Yeah, that's gonna be interesting to see if they do the similar thing, especially with Destiny. If the PS, if if you upgrade to the PS5 version of um of Destiny, but you can't jump into party chat with people that play it on PS4, that's gonna really fuck that, isn't it? Mm. I can't yeah, see they, that they, they won't for that do reason, that. They will. Uh, surely it'd be like it'd be like it's just the PSN. You know, you'll. Yeah, but it's be, not been be... like that at all in the past, is it? Yeah, but the jump between PS3 and PS4 is wasn't quite as you know developed as PSN is now. It would definitely be a hundred. It'd be like the same PSN IDs, same parties across different platforms. I, I, yeah, I guarantee hope so. that. I hope so. Madness, otherwise. Okay. Right. Okay. Uh, next story is that we got a trailer for Star Wars Squadrons, uh, yeah. which is coming in October this boy, year. Boy, did boy. Yeah. Don't have to do much today <laughs> to make a Star Wars game look good, do they? But nah. Jesus, Just it did look good. On. Some Tie Fighters. What was this about? You said something about it being a budget title or something. Yeah, it's well, thirty quid. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah, uh, forty dollars in the states. Yeah. So, so when when's it out? Uh, October. And it looks like a what? Do you reckon there's multiplayer involved? Is that? I think so. Part yeah. Of it? It's no, there is. It says here the game will feature thrilling five versus five multiplayer dogfights, and uh, and also fleet battles and all that kind of stuff as well. So no single player stuff. No, no. There's also a single player story single player as, well. as well. Yeah. And is there a co-op? No, I assume there's like a co-op thing involved. I don't know. It doesn't doesn't say about that. Okay. All right. Well, I mean, it looks incredible. Yeah. So yeah. even though we're we going to get see proper gameplay game on, I think it's Thursday or Friday. EA Play. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm up for that. That's Can't that's. Wait. Um, and also, they. Yeah. The most exciting thing for me for this was that it's coming to PSVR as well. Like it'll be the whole game is going to be played playable in yeah. that. And the reason that's that's brilliant is I I mean did you if uh, Sean mm. and Matt did you play the Battlefront? Um, stuff i i tried a demo yeah that was yeah. brilliant because that was fantastic yeah, yeah, yeah. it really was good. like it's one of the best experiences i've had in vr and <laughs> if they can nail that that would be so good like if Dame's you could just piss his pants yeah it's gonna be perfect it's uh yeah yeah, yeah. so that's what's good. the general consensus about who's better to play games as the the bad guys or the good guys depends on the game doesn't it because it's um <laughs> like, well, it's all about a flying game like this we because the good guys have the better ships don't they not That's necessarily. Tie, the, the enemy TIE Fighters are class. I, I don't know. Are they? Yeah, I love it. Depends them. on the model of TIE, of TIE Fighter. 
Okay, so Lego have expanded their Super Mario range. Um, so you know this was boy, a, have they? Yeah, brilliant. fucking hell. Those pre-orders must have been through the roof. Yeah. Well, now it's ballooned so that if you buy everything that comes at the start, it'll cost you about six hundred quid. Yeah, I mean, I know, yeah, I see, yeah, Jesus. when you, when I saw those power ups for nine quid each, yeah, it's just a suit, isn't it? Yeah, like the cat suit and insane. Yeah, which is fine because it's kind of like that is maybe something you get once a month for you know the boy to build up on and stuff like that. But I mean, yeah, it's got to be expensive. It's, it's going to I mean, be expensive. They've got so it starts with obviously you got the Mario starter course for fifty quid. And then just like a whole ton of expansions of like different things, all of varying prices, going from like thir- no, from eighteen quid up to like ninety quid uh, for Bowser's Castle. Uh, but then they're also doing those blind bags as well of um of like for stuff, which I mean, oh, wow. they're three. Fo- oh, they're, no. There's like ten of those, three pound fifty each. It's uh, oh no, that's going to get me. I'm probably yeah, I, yeah, I'm yeah. more like to get them than like the full sets. <laughs> yeah. well, I, a, I mean, free, it is funny watching games people go, Jesus Christ, that's <laughs> so expensive. And you're like, yeah, no, that's Lego, mate. Like, I mean, don't get me wrong. A lot of games people are into Lego, but I, I mean, I wasn't surprised when I saw the prices. It's, um, yeah, I mean, you just they're, have they're to look at it. aren't they, with this? It's going to be insane. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I think this was one of those situations where they had the designs and everything ready for this, but they wanted, they floated the idea of the... And check the pre-orders before they went ahead with... Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong with that. But I've just got a feeling those What's pre-orders you're are saying very high. It, Why wouldn't they have announced this when they announced all of it? Yeah. Is that what you're questioning? Uh, yes. Yes. Yeah, and and, and they, announced, they announced the fucking Mario thing ages ago, didn't they? Yeah, they did, yeah. Pre-orders went up for that ages ago. Um, But, they, it, you know, it sold out really quickly, didn't it? The, mm-hmm. the yeah, I, I did originally pre-order one set and I cancelled it. Because um, I thought, yeah, Harry's yeah. Harry's Harry's pre-ordered. He's getting his. So Do you um, know, I think I pre-ordered it, but I can't remember. <laughs> I think you did because you, yeah, you told me you did at the time. Okay, That'd um, be nice I can't remember if it was Amazon or Smiths or whatever. Smiths, but yeah. Yeah. yeah, Harry just constantly goes, uh, "When's that Mario thing coming that I paid for back in February, <laughs> whatever it was?" Uh, yeah, not till August. Yeah. Okay, uh, next one is that Alex Kidd in Miracle World is getting a remake. Unbelievable. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> did not see this coming. Yeah, it's, it's. Is that the one you completed, Matt? It is, oh, yeah. yeah. Who's doing the remake? You know it, boy. Oh, don't ask me questions like that. I've no idea. I have to come on, Sean. It's like right, quarter past fine. 12. Sure, no, it's fine. No, I've got... It doesn't actually say in the piece on your game. It doesn't, no, that's why I didn't put it in there. <laughs> The one time. Sorry, it's I like, wasn't trying to catch you out. I was just genuinely curious. <laughs> What's the quote, James? <laughs> There's no <laughs> quote. <laughs> There's no quote. But okay. it's it's an expanded remake, basically. I mean, I, I don't know. I, this is one of those games that I've got like a you know fond memories of, even though it's not that great, mostly because it was one of the first games I owned. So, yeah, I'll be, I'll be having a look at this. Yeah, I'm interested. Yeah. Um, it looks like uh, it's just a what, couple I mean, of indie devs. Like, as literally right. two people. So there you go. It's, it's me and James. <laughs> That's our project. <laughs> it's the big reveal. We love the co-op so much. We're like, let's just... Uh... What's your studio called, Matt? <laughs> um, not now. I asked the wrong person. <laughs> no, I should have gone for James. No, you no, know what he's not like. now. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you did. You sh- should have asked James. Yeah. <laughs> you know what James is like? He just put, pull it out of the hat every single time. James, what's your studio called, mate? 
Uh, uh, the syrup hand. See, <laughs> every time. Never oh, fails. Oh. See, they're never good, but I couldn't even do that. As a, I, I, I just, Nor could I. I just couldn't. The syrup hand. I just couldn't do it. <laughs> I mean... That for me, I just think that James looking around his garage is like, what, what have I got? Okay, so there's absolutely, a syrup. That's <laughs> absolutely shell I've got, I've got two hands. And there's my hand. Let's go. Let's... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Go on, Syrup Hand right. Studios. Next week, it'll be like, like a, you know... a fleshlight car. Um... <laughs> Sex pillow. Yeah. Uh... Get out. <laughs> Let's go. Uh, there's a new Kingdom Hearts game coming. I mean, Woo-hoo. okay. I right, don't why has this made the news? Because Matt told me about it, and I get I feel sad if I don't put Matt's suggestions it's in. It's not so even a real there. one, is it? It's like a rhythm action thing. Oh, I don't know. It's, it is, it's yeah. called it's called Melody of Memory. So maybe Brilliant. I mean, great. Um, HBO's Last of Us. It's t- called Melody of Memory. <laughs> <laughs> it's called the Syrup Hand. <laughs> Yeah. HBO's The Last of Us TV series has got a director now, uh, but I mean the good thing about this is it is it's uh, Johan Rennick who did the uh, Chernobyl, okay. so that is not a, not a bad did thing. The and also the sh- the what's called the showrunner <laughs> is also did Chernobyl as well, so that's that's Chernobyl. good. Cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, cool. Yeah, I mean this has been. I mean, no, actually, it hasn't been going on for ages, has it? The Last of Us No, stuff? no, that you're thinking of Uncharted. Yeah. Like, Uncharted, <laughs> yeah. don't I? Yeah. yeah, 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 that's the one that's been dragging on. <clears throat> All right. Like this, like this. Um, also, uh, like Nintendo this. have surprise oh. launched a free <laughs> Switch skipping <laughs> exercise game. Yeah. That was weird. Why did you go, like this, like this? <laughs> what, what <laughs> I can miss that. Like, like you, see, you said that's been going on for ages, and I said, yeah, like this has. All right. <laughs> Oh, right. I know, but you said it twice like that. <laughs> like this, like this. And what was the next news story? I completely wasn't listening because the like this, like this. Okay, so Nintendo have surprise like launched a free Switch skipping exercise game called Jump Rope Challenge. Oh, who's played this? I have. I've not yet, yeah. no. It's good. It's great cool. fun. It's more of a game to it than 51 <laughs> or my classic. No, I mean, it, it's, you know, it's you just waggle your arms about and jump. Right. Um, and I'm pretty sure you don't even need to jump, but uh, I haven't tried it without that bit. And it keeps score, and you're supposed to do a hundred a day. And uh, yeah, it it gives you. You can go over that. Harry did a thousand Jesus. skips. What? Uh, yeah, this. Uh, How long was he doing it for? Six hours? No, four he hasn't minutes. Actually, stop. Still doing <laughs> it now. <laughs> no, I, yeah, I think it's five five <laughs> minutes thirty seconds. <laughs> and then, to be fair, like they've obviously fought with that because it will not count over a thousand. Oh, really? Like it just, it, yeah, it just you can still stop. Skip, I guess, but yeah, it it won't let you do any more. Because it's that. Like, seriously stop now. Yeah, like, just just stop. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but then it it comes up like um, so you you do your skipping and then it it shows you that that's day one and then day two obviously it will keep a record of how often you do it and all that mm. sort of stuff. So yeah, for free. I mean, great. I love it when Nintendo just stick shit like mm. this out. It's great. Yeah. It's a it's a time limited release though. It's it'll be there until September apparently, and then it'll be oh, gone. Yeah, it. it'd be fun. Odd. Just stick yeah, it up there. So if you're giving it away for free, why? Well, I have no idea. Yeah, whatever. Bizarre. Everyone who gets a Switch for Christmas who's heard about this great free skipping game, like, oh. <laughs> oh fucking hell, Nintendo. Honestly, it's unbelievable, isn't it? <laughs> Nintendo have done this great thing, but they've also only for a little bit. <laughs> there <yeah. are. laughs> there's there's more. <laughs> what? Why are we taking it down? Just fucking. That's why. <laughs> How about that? We're they can take it down so they can make a massive franchise out of it. Probably, yeah. <laughs> Are we going to get a sequel to the skipping yeah, game? Jump rope challenge X. 
Gotcha, gotcha. It's I mean, it's well. It's never. Why did I say that? And <laughs> um, it's definitely worth. It's def- we're going mad. It's twenty past twelve. We, it's definitely worth downloading, is what I'm saying. Just it's free and it's quite fun, and we we had some fun with that today. So good. Yep. 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 Next. Okay. I, there's two. There's two less stories left, but I'm gonna just choose one. Two little stories. It's. Two I mean, there's. One, I mean, they're both. No, no, no. You can't do that. Can you? Well, they're both Stadia stories. Okay. All right. Yeah. Drop them Super. both if anything. <laughs> So, I mean, the big news, which Matt alerted me to, and I genuinely, thanks, Matt, because I would have missed this, and it's brilliant. Uh, Uh, Google is cutting the price of its Stadia Premiere starter pack uh, from $129 to, to, like, $100, basically. And, uh, yeah, so that's great. But then what they're doing, which is a bit rubbish, is one of the the plus points, if you you can call it a plus point, of buying Stadia, is that when you bought it, you get, like, a three-month Stadia Pro, like, uh, trial for it. You won't get that anymore. Uh, now it'll just be like a, a one month uh, trial, and that's it. Brilliant. And uh, yeah, then you're done. So they're taking thirty pounds off the price, and they're taking thirty pounds of stuff out of the box. Yeah. <laughs> so it's not really even a price. <laughs> it's just like not really. No. No. Ne- next week, I say Stadia for seven pounds. There's no controller, and there's no <laughs> Chromecast. The control. There's- they're all optional extras. You know, <laughs> one day just, it'll just uh, be Stadia is free. But you don't get anything. Stadia is free. Here's a link to Chrome. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, poor Stadia. Yeah, that poor is that's pretty much. I mean, there was another. I mean, they also leaked a playable version of a Ubisoft game as well by accident that people played for thirty minutes. But <laughs> apart from that, that was it. Oh, really? People actually played it. Yeah, yeah. Is this the? What was it? What game? It's- Oh, Gods and Monsters! This looks really monsters. good. Is it? it's the this one is Gods and Monsters? Good. Yeah. So it was available to play. It was an unfinished demo version of the game. And uh, the best bit, though, was the because Ubisoft confirmed that this had happened, and it was actually a year-old version of the game, like a demo version of oh. it. Then, I mean, Google responded by saying, Re- "Regretfully, on Thursday morning, we mistakenly made an E3 demo version of Gods and Monsters from Ubisoft available on the Stadia store that was not intended for the public to play. <laughs> a few hundred gamers were able to play it for less than thirty minutes. We sincerely oh, apologise to our partners at Ubisoft for this yeah, mistake. Yeah, oh, you do. Done. Fucking hell! <laughs> Is this a publicity stunt? Yeah, it could be. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's the first that's I about it. So it's not a very good one. This is this is a publicity stunt. It is surely. How, why would they have a version of that game? How would they upload it? And yeah, why would it even be? Yeah, available for them to put in their up, possession. Like, yeah, that's, that is weird, isn't it? It gets the name of the game out. Well, no, that's it the weird thing because like, apparently it's not going to be called Gods and Monsters anyway. They, they're renaming. Oh, really? It. So. I don't know how that but works. But we wouldn't even be talking about it if it wasn't for this. True, yeah. I'll be cheated. Google have cheated me. <laughs> They've done you, mate. Yeah. They have totally done you there. They could, right they, into they, the they, 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 yeah, someone in the office now is going, <laughs> we've got James. Got We're him. talking about Look, it. I've been screwed Now we got him back. You got screwed. <laughs> <laughs> said that. Was that you, James? <laughs> yes. Very well done. You're on fire tonight. You have to. What we're going to have to record later. I think. <laughs> no, no, no. Please, please. Yeah, James. You. James is on yeah. form. Doing incredibly well. Nearly half past. Yeah, Usually happened? by now you're silent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why he doesn't swear. <laughs> <laughs> so that's it for the news, um, and that's probably it for the show. You've had enough of us this week. Uh, we will. For everyone that emailed in their questions, tweeted in their questions, we will keep them on the Google Doc, and um, I mean. Not necessarily read them out next week. If <laughs> someone comes up with a better question, you might get bumped off the list. All right, don't have a go at us. 
have a go at the person that come out with the better question. Or have a go at yourself. Yeah, have a go at yourself. not asking a better question yeah. to begin with. <laughs> yeah, High five, yeah. Sean. We got Yeah, that. go find, have a go at Kane and Rince while you're at it. Yeah. Why not? Um, yeah. Uh, right, so uh, Matt, do you want to do your socials business? Friday night at nine, James is streaming Dreams. Uh, still enjoying Dreams, aren't you, James? Yeah. Brilliant, that's Friday night at nine. On Sunday night, I have now finished Resident Evil 3. I'll maybe talk about it next week. So I'm doing a new game. Uh, there's a lot of discussion in the dis- in uh, on the streams. I didn't really know, but I've chosen the game. And from Sunday night, 8 o'clock, I am going to be streaming Hitman 2. Mate. Never played a Hitman game before. Um, the sequel was really cheap, so I bought that rather than the, the uh, 2016 version. So Hitman 2, uh, that's Sunday night, 8 o'clock. I don't know what to really think about that, but I'm sure it'll be fun. And then Tuesday, Sean, are you streaming The Saboteur? Or have you so, uh, to the probably not. Um, because this week there's the uh, Steam Summer of whatever they call it. I can't remember, but basically there's loads of demos out for interesting games. Um, so I might just do... So definitely on Tuesday. Uh, and then maybe prior to that, like maybe over the weekend, I'll try and do one night where I stream a bunch of stuff as well. So yeah, just be a couple of variety streams of, of stuff from that selection, I think. Nice. They're all on twitch.tv slash tcgsco. Uh, if you've got Amazon Prime, you've got Twitch Prime, please go over to us, uh, our channel and give us your free monthly sub. We massively appreciate it. Patreon.com slash tcgs for exclusive stuff and to support us. The bonus show will be out in next uh, week or so and we've got a live talks over. It will definitely be next week. Uh, we haven't quite nailed down the day, but um, if you're a Patreon, you'll get an email about what day, but it'll be sometime in the middle of next week. We go do a live talks over and it's tcgs.co for everything else. There's a store on there as well. You can buy a lovely TCGS yes merch that's it um yeah thanks for living it we'll see you next week but if you're listening to this bit right now please send matt a little tweet saying thanks so much for (laughs) listening this week's podcast it's over three hours long and it's going live in around five hours four and a half hours this thing will be live cheers matt it's gonna be fun Uh, thank you for your efforts this week and uh thanks to everyone for living it and listening so uh we'll catch you next week goodbye everyone ta-ra goodbye bug snacks (laughs) can't stop thinking about bug snacks (laughs) 